Uh, hello, can I, uh, hi, how, may I, uh, hey Beavis, what's that thing we're supposed to say? Oh, um, hey, I think it's, um, um, bunghole. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Bunghole. <laughs> uh, do you want, like, some food or something? No, I want your money. Uh, will that be all for you today? Now! Empty the drawer! Uh, empty my drawers? I've got a gun, idiot! This is a robbery! Whoa, cool. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Till Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Oh my god, we got humongous news! Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We also have a guest. <gasps> I know. He is actually kind of... I think he's going to catch up to Timmy very soon, isn't he? He's our third host. Am I not Tim yet? Hi, Zach. I don't know if you have. You have to look at... Did you look you, at a... You can look at slamtillpodcast.com and just search for Zach Ooh, here we go. or Timmy, and you will find who has been on each episode. We do have a searchable website, you know. We do. Yes, we do. Okay. Again, I'll be mentioned for... in half the ones I'm not even in. So that's true. You're you're mentioned in almost every episode. Fifteen for Zach. Some of that must be not actually me on there though. Yeah, that might be in the show notes. You gotta see if it's in the Zach from Slam Tilt. Yeah, you know what? I need to go through all the old show notes and just change it to Zach from Slam Tilt so we can find Zach it easier. Zach joins us. Zach. All right, this is episode 151 while Bruce is looking Zach at that. Zach joins and, in. And wasting our time here. We got big news, Bruce. We do. We needed to record. Bruce Yes. Bruce got a I hold of me it. on, what was it, Sunday? Sunday. Or was it Monday? Sunday. It was a Sunday because there was some big news coming, and Bruce wanted to make sure we recorded so we could capture the big news. The essence of this news. The the, the what? The what? Essence. Es- it's French. Oh, okay. So, Bruce, I'll let you say, what's the big news? What do we have to get all three of us together for? Somebody is recreating Stern Playfields. Another person. We're getting Stars Playfields redone. Oh, you mean Stars, the official game of, of the Slam Till podcast? podcast? Yep. This news was sent to us from uh, our own Scott. Hi, Scott. Yes. Hi, Scott. He sent new Playfield supplier, and we have never heard of this company before. And you said you searched Pinside and didn't even find their name? Didn't even come up on their what? name. What? That I don't I believe. Know. How about uh, RGP? Was it on there at all? Uh, no, it was not. Really? So yep. what's the name of this site, Bruce? It is Beehive Pinball, all one word, Beehive Pinball. They have two different versions of Star. Playfields. So beehive, as in you know, buzz, buzz, bees, bees, yep. bee, like beehive hairdo. So beehivepinball.com. Yep. I'm at their site right now. Yeah, we got Stern Stars reproduction playfields, and then there's a custom art playfield, Stars 2.0. Mm-hmm. What the hell does that mean? Don't know, but it looks pretty cool. Oh God, that's gonna offend people, I'm sure. Oh, of course it will. Yeah, yeah. Zach is on most now. It's got a woman riding a star's rocket. Yes. It looks like uh, 60s, early 70s, maybe even it's earlier. It's still pretty, like, period stuff. Yeah. You know, like, they did a pretty good job of actually like, doing it in that style. I like the artwork, and it keeps the inserts exactly the same place. 
No, it doesn't. Yeah, not with that big rocket in the center. No, I'm talking about the other side, the side for the uh, the spinner and that kind of stuff. Everything no, else. They all move too. Well, the inserts and the most of the play field are the same, except for the center part. I agree, agree with the center. I'm talking about the outer. No, those are moved too. Are they? The uh, the ones in front of the right spinner, they're not in a single line. They're in like a zigzag pattern now. Hmm. And the ones in front of the drop targets aren't in like uh, like a T-shape. They're in a circle around like this nucleus circle shape. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, now wait a minute. You you said this wasn't on pin side at all. Yet their their first run their first run is already sold out. I think their first run was of one unit. Yeah, maybe. There you go. They they really like you're probably gonna be their top marketing at this point, so you should like get like a co branding system going. Yep, seven hundred dollars. Each playfield is clear coated and dimpled top and bottom, ready to install. Fifty dollars for shipping US international customers, please contact. And they're all sold out both, but they begin the list to reserve the next batch. Okay, I'm already worried because they're sold out. They they misspelled quote. International customers, please contact for shipping. Q O U T E. That uh, worries that's me. That's just one miss. That's just one. Uh, if they did that, there might be misspellings on the playfield. Well, that's already been done with uh, other things, but we won't go there. Meteor. <laughs> we already did that, so we really don't know how good this is. But uh, we saw it, and it's the official game of Star of the Slam Tail Podcast. So we so had to mention it. We did. Also coming. What's new out? Also with the news world, uh, we have um, new boards. Jersey Jack. Jersey Jack. Oh. They said the new game's coming in October. It is. So Guns and Roses will be out in October. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad October to get an announcement of a game coming out later. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it, it, there's supposed to be major innovation coming in that game. Does anyone want to guess what the innovation is? It's got to be something more than it's going to be on the internet. Wi-Fi. I'm thinking, how about a touchscreen in a lockdown bar? No, that's never going to happen. No. Yeah, that'd be just stupid. Yeah. No one would think of doing that. Nobody. Okay, what else were you saying, Bruce? You had something else? Oh, besides the Wi-Fi. I think the Wi-Fi is going to be a big thing for them. And uh, downloading. I think downloading code. They already do that, right? Like in the betas? The betas are the betas, doing that. But not, not production yet. So. Yeah. Not production yet. That is correct. So... I think that will be the big thing. And uh, who knows? Maybe new toys? But the problem is, I hope it's not like Pirates where they uh, have all these great toys and then they got to take them out. Well, they didn't, sh- they didn't show them yet, so... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, they still have a month to take them out. Yeah, they still have months. Months, maybe even a half a year. No! <laughs> to be fair to Eric, even the one toy that survived was still a creative original toy. Oh, it totally was. So yeah. he's got a good track record so far. He's got one for one. Because they never made production. Yeah. Even, like, just that one toy I'd have to count as, like, at least two, because it's got, like, the moving cannon shot off of the toy, too. Like, mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to go up in price? Since Stern's been raising their prices, do you think JJP will increase their price for this new game? Do you think it's going to be the same as Waka, where they have the CE, Three levels? the LE, and then the Pro, or whatever they call it? I think actually that went over better than probably uh, dialed in did with the missing camera on dialed in that was taken out. What missing camera? On the dialed in regular base. No, I thought they there's a the camera. camera. No, oh, there's there. moved. It's different spots. It's right? moved. It's, it's oh, in the it's in the right. top and it looks really bad. Well, yeah, I know because right. our league has one 
Remember, yeah, I mentioned right. this on the show. I thought it was a mod because it, it looks so bad. But it's, then I was told, like, oh no, that's actually that's that's how they come. I'm like, really? But I think the other game, the uh, the newest game, Wonka, went over okay with. They sold now, a lot more of the bottom units. Yeah. And that was their first game that actually had, like, differences in the gameplay between the two, right? Mm-hmm. With the Wonka Vader? Yeah. Yes. So they'll probably do that again, I assume. Which I finally got to get. I finally got to play and actually get Wonka Vader at a tournament at League Night. I actually had League Night, and I got to play Wonka and got to actually the... the uh, Were the flippers strong enough balls? to get it in the Wonka Vader? Yes. Okay. Oh, easily. Okay. Yeah, I will say that was really... So it was a home model? No. No, it was on location. On location. And it was strong enough. Yes. Wow. Well, the Wonka Vader doesn't take much speed to get into either. No. But it actually played pretty good. I got $4.2 billion on it for like the third or fourth time I ever really got whoa, to whoa, sit whoa, down. Whoa, 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 billion? No. A million, sorry. Yeah, million, about sorry. to say, did, they, did you find some kind of new multiplier that I don't know about? Holy cow. Well, they should have added zeros to it to make it actually look like it's more fun. It's always bothered me about the scoring for those. Oh, you don't, you don't like the low scoring? Yeah. It bothers you? A little bit. Okay. I just don't like having a zero, no zero in the ones place. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with low scoring. I just want at least one more digit. Yeah, maybe, you know, yeah, 10 million. Oh, I got, or 42 million. That would sound a little better, you know. Doesn't give you millions, billion, you know. A little more would be nicer. It does. They follow their match sequence, though, with the, you know, one digit, of course. You know, that's kind of different. Do they end their scores with a zero, or they don't, right? Nope. nope. You can get one point for slings and stuff like that. Yep. Ah. Yep. So not approved by Dwight Sullivan. No, not at all. No, no. But, uh, yeah, so that should be coming out hopefully in October. Do you think, though, there will be a price increase? And do you think they'll follow the three levels? The Yes on both. Yeah, me too. Yep. How much do you think? I'm thinking 500 on each at least. 500 more? It's been, wait a sec. It, Stern's already had two price increases since they released Wonka. That doesn't... <laughs> you got to look at it that way. Yeah, they've had look two price increases of $100 each, so for $200. Yeah, I, know, so I mean, Jersey Jack's got to raise it up even more, and ah. they had to move, so they got to pay that bill off. <laughs> so, so they got to pay all their movers for moving everything? Yeah, the moving guys. They, you know, it's, I think it's going to be 500 I'm curious what Eric's going to come up with. Oh, I'm very in- excited, you know. I didn't like Pirates, but I liked some of the innovation he did. Yeah, hey, I, I, I like that he talked shit. I was at the reveal. I like that, actually. It didn't feel like a wide body. You don't like Pirates. Do you like the layout of Pirates, or do you have problems with that, too? I assume you don't like the code. I don't like the code so much. The layout, I like the stir, I, the old Bally outlanes. Yep, that's cool. That is great. I like that. That's a great thing. I don't like the outhole, the kick out on the bottom right. It looked like a Gottlieb. That just didn't do anything for me. The Tortuga shot, you mean? Yeah. Like, it's just like, you know, the big hole. <laughs> just didn't do anything for me. And the loopable shot, if the machine's set up right, you can do it and you enjoy it. But most field machines are not set up right, and so you can't ha- enjoy that. How about that left shot that just you hit it and then it just comes back the left orbit that's not really an orbit that definitely feels like it's broken should have been something else there. yeah it's missing something i hit it and i thought it was going to go up to something and when it kept coming back down i figured something was broken and it was supposed to be go down a hole or subway or do something but no that's actually how it goes there is a subway back there but has a diverter Okay. Only sometimes. Only yeah, sometimes. Right. That's confusing. It's not, it's me. not used like enough. When you start multi ball, the ball goes in, 
Or it might, if you don't make it up far enough, it'll just come back even though the diverter is open and you won't know that you failed and not that the game That's failed. That's why. I'm easily confused. That's me. It's like they had that spot there and like, oh, we can put a shot here and then... Is it worth everyone, you know, what people want to spend on them now? No, I don't think it's worth what people are, you know... Spending. Is any game worth that much to you, Bruce? No. But uh, they did have one. It was on Pinball... It was some group on Facebook where somebody had a new inbox on a dolly on its side, horizontally instead of vertically, and uh, it went on auction because it was one of these like it was it was in a uh, storage bay, and the only thing in this storage bay was this pinball machine, and it went for forty three hundred dollars for a brand new inbox. If it really was, because you couldn't you couldn't examine it beforehand. It could have been empty box. It could have been empty box. <laughs> you, mean, you mean pirates? Yes, there was a Pirates, actually. C.E. That sold for $4,000. Yes, because it was in a... It was almost like uh, the Storage Wars. It was in a storage unit. New in box, sitting there. And somebody didn't pay their bill, and the place confiscated it, and it went for $4,200, I think, altogether. Okay. Yeah. Of course, the guy told everyone after the auction went off. So. Well, yeah, I wouldn't tell them. Yeah, they could be kind of stupid to yeah. say before the auction... Interesting. So yeah, but that's you know I don't know I wouldn't pay. Would you pay ten thousand for that game, Zach? If I had ten thousand, I'd buy an alien. Me too. I wouldn't mind a pirates. I wouldn't I, mind a pirates for six or seven. I'm, I'm not paying even seven for any game. <laughs> so, I would pay any six, game sixty-five for a pirates. Any game. Like if well, somebody slapped an alien in front of you and said eight grand. Maybe. I think you. I think you. I think you would find the money. I know you. You would find the money for alien. Or, for, if I found a fake grand, I'd be splitting it with, with someone probably. I'd be tempted at eight, but like it's, that's it's not like, like a hard like split a, game a super a game. rare, hard to find game, and it's alien, and that's what it takes to make me maybe go to eight k. I'm still not going to ten k. Hmm. No, no. I'm... Does Zach have a dream theme? Pirates of the Caribbean. That's your dream theme. I love the first three movies. Oh my gosh! And there's there's tons of like great lines and stuff, you know, for call outs, except that they can't afford the actors. <laughs> You know, and great action now, scenes that they can't show because they can't afford the actors. Now, yeah. Zach, if they did afford the actors, would you have gotten that game any which way? Like, originally, when that game was announced, and I was like, hell yeah, another Pirates. Like, I owned the first Pirates game, despite yeah. it also not having the actors or anything. And it was, it's not a good game, but, like, I bought it. You know, and then, like, new Pirates coming out, and they show the play field. And it's got the cool disc. It's got the cool play field. It's a wide body. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, this looks exactly better game. And then they're like... 125 modes, and I'm like, hell yeah, I love lots of modes, you know, like, and then I saw the gameplay, and I was like, it's one mode, and you have no actors and no callouts. Yeah. It's not a Pirates of the Caribbean game, it's just a pirate ship game. Yep. Arr. Arr. Dream theme, actual Pirates of the Caribbean game. What's your dream theme, Ron? It can't be a movie, because you don't watch you movies. You know what my dream theme is. Everyone knows what my dream theme is. What, what do you think it is, butthole? <laughs> what do I start every show with? Dumbass. <laughs> Not every show. <laughs> uh, when's the last time I didn't start? Well, there are special <laughs> occasions. Come on. I know. Just bust your balls. Uh, yeah. People will bring it up. People will comment. You know that. Beavis and Butthead. I didn't know. I didn't know uh, Zach was that much into Pirates. Neither did I, actually. That's that's because because that's one of the last movies I saw in the theater that I actually really liked. I probably like Pirates more than Ron likes the original Star Wars trilogy. Wow. Oh. The second one I didn't really like as much as the first one, so I never saw the third one. I didn't like it the, the first time, 
but it's actually like the second and third are just a two-parter. Yeah, it's actually. So you have to do them both to like understand it, and appreciate okay. it. So once I watched the third, enjoy the third, then went back and watched them all again. I was like, okay, I get it. Does everyone know what mine? What's my game? Is it um, ELO? No, 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 no music. Oh, not a music one. Music. Okay, no, not a music. Um, vivid video. No, no, that's only Swankarama video. Oh, um, uh, I don't know. Zach, I've mentioned it. Oh, Action Park? No. Where people get hurt and stuff in the game. (laughs) The ramps, the balls just fly off the ramp and break things as part of the game. Spaceballs! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good, yeah. That would be great. I don't think that'd be like, if I saw it announced, I wouldn't be like, okay, I'm buying this game, but like, I would definitely be interested. I'd definitely be really like at the edge of my seat going, okay, let's wait, let's wait, let's wait, let's wait, go! And Rick Moranis just did a commercial, so it's available. I know, he's, he's do, available. And he's done custom callouts in a game before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a possibility. Possibility. A possibility. The other, uh, I'd really like to see a Scooby-Doo game. My wife would, too. That's like, that was like... But it can't be, it can't be, it has to be cartoon. It has to be cartoon. Oh, yeah, it, it has to be, be a, a, preferably the original cartoon, too. Yes. Yeah. Which would be technically the, oh, was Scooby-Doo, where are you? That was the original. Yes. yes. The one where the ghosts are actually not where ghosts. Are the, the ghosts are all like investment bikers and stuff. Yeah, the yes. ghosts are actually, they unmasked them at the end and they're not really ghosts. Later on, it got stupid where the ghosts were actually ghosts. And then they had Scrappy-Doo and it was really stupid. I, I remember, like, I used to watch the movies, and, like, I watched one movie where it was actually a ghost, and I was just like, what the hell is yeah. this? Except yeah. I was 10, so I didn't swear. Um, but, I pretty much did the same I thing as a kid. Well, how is it a ghost? And then they, they're like, uh, what was it? Could they meet the Harlem Globetrotters? Yeah. They meet the, uh, Mo- oh, they have weird ones, like Mama Cass. Scooby-Doo and Mama Cass. Like, okay. I, I didn't I know. know who that was at the time. They had um the Three Stooges, I think, they yeah. had a, one with. Yeah. It's just, Yeah. Uh, it's got stupid. It got really stupid. Uh, before I interrupted you earlier, you were saying new boards. New board sets are coming out. Yeah, I guess uh, Planetary Pinballs approved some supplier. They're called PinballBasement.com. Have we looked this up? Let's look this up right I mean, now. so this happened because of Rotten Dog, right? Did you ever cover that on the show? Well, Bruce, well, the rumors were he retired and the boards are no longer available. Bruce is telling me that's only partially true. Jim is retired, but he's still getting stuff. But the problem is, most of the stuff comes from China, and it's really been tight lately. He's been he, Jim's been trying to sell for years. He wanted somebody to buy to play, you know, his business, but he wanted somebody to have a good feel and a good drive for his company. He just didn't want somebody just to keep on making the boards and not doing any innovation or try to make stuff or try to repair stuff. Yeah, I think it, his site wasn't available for a while, so everyone just assumed he was done. Yeah, but I, I, I noticed the site is here, and but the, the boards were kind of drying up at yes, different and distributors. That's, and that's because of, as I said, because of uh, China. You know, China. Yeah. So pinballbasement.com, they are selling WPC89 boards wonder what that means, the driver board, or let's see. Oh, I can't click on it. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. The driver board was used through 94, right? So Yeah, WPC 989. I wonder if he's doing the S boards. Let's see. WPC 89 power driver board, WPC dot matrix DMD controller, and WPC Fliptronics 2. Fliptronics 2 wasn't on 89. That was only on, like, DCS, right? 
No, Fliptronics is every game after Adam's Family. Adam's Family is the only Fliptronics there must, one. There must have been a few non-DCS in there. Yes, there is. There is, yes. So Adam's Family was still uh, WPC 89? Yes. And I noticed that their their driver board doesn't have a flipper relay, which is going to be a problem for anyone using a non-Fliptronics game. <laughs> oh, like T, T2? Yeah, like T2. Get away. Get away. I've got to assume like there's something about that, but uh, that that this minor league getaway is Fliptronics too, so that would be fine. Yeah, is it? Yeah, getaway is weird because it's Fliptronics too, even though technically it came out before Adam's Family, but it actually because Adam's Family had a really long, really long development cycle. That's why it doesn't have it has the hinge play field in Fliptronics one, but getaway, which came out before it, actually has the one that pulls out, the play field pulls out, and a Fliptronics two. But it has leaf switches, which is is different. What I did notice about autos. this, it has the uh, the digital uh, the digital uh, voltage regulator. Yep, I was just looking like it looks like it's literally the same board. It looks exactly the same board. It looks like just like it's it's, it's got a uh, switching five volt regulator, and it, there's no heat sink on the bridges, which is slightly concerning. Yeah, it is um, kind of kind of yeah. But so it's it's not like a re-engineered one like. I don't know if Rotten Dog was, but I'm sure some of them like they used MOSFETs instead of transistors on the new ones or something. But yeah. I assume this still uses TIP 102s. And I, tip I believe it's supposed to be like a copy. We got WPC 95 MPU boards, eight driver auxiliary eight driver board, WPC power driver board. Where's that on us? It's in the that same blow? site. No, you got a shop. You got a shop under each section of the boards. Oh, they have the uh, auxiliary eight driver board. Yeah, they, so did uh, Rotten Dog. I need one of those for a while, but I didn't want to pay money for it. Yeah. So I got a free one. 16 opto switchboard, ball trough emitter, trough opto board, high current driver board, motor EMI board, coin door interface board. You've made a pop-upper board, right, Zach? You you were dissatisfied. I, I know you were getting annoyed working with Gottlieb pop-upper boards, so you're like, you know what, I'm going to make my own. Yeah. The Gottlieb pop-up board just uses a, a capacitor and a resistor to do a timed pulse each time they're hit. And I'm like, there's no debouncing or anything, and there's no adjustments. So I'm like, I'm just going to stick a CPU on there <laughs> and just run it and be able to put my own logic in there so I can set the debounce over I want and turn it on for however long I want, you know, and adjust it, tweak it as needed. But do you think that would work with my pathetic Iron Man slingshots? Depends on what the issue is, but possibly. If it's a timing issue... It can fix it. Yeah, it's not really a timing issue. It's more of a it's 20 volts and not 50 volts issue. How do you know it's not a timing issue? Because it's uh, you really think changing the timing will make any noticeable difference. Could. You never know. Unless you've done measurements with a logic analyzer to actually see how long it's pulsing for and what the reaction time wow, is. a logic analyzer. Yes, you have to. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't like all these people who... We're mad at uh, the uh, remakes of the Williams games for having the different flipper time without actually measuring yep. the flipper time. Exactly, and other things that are also... Actually, I've heard somebody thought the displays weren't as fast on the remakes as they are on the originals. I mean, like, the reaction time? like Yeah. From you hitting something to it showing up on the yes. screen? That seems believable. Like, yeah. There's a whole other layer of software going on there. Exactly. I just sent you two pictures. Oh my, they're not dirty, are they? No, not at all. Okay. Did you send them in chat? I no, I sent them on uh on uh Facebook Messenger. Oh, who's who hates the new Facebook? Oh, I totally hate it. I went back. I actually Wait a minute, you're still able to go back? I'm not. Yes. Aha. 
I, I've always had the new Facebook, so I've just been suffering. That's terrible. I like to punch. It's gotten somebody. worse too, but uh... yeah, I like to punch somebody. Because something as simple as being able to put my posts in chronological order is no longer possible, which is just ridiculous. Now, with the old one, it was possible, but you had to go in and select it every time, whatever. But now it's just not even possible. So I have to use the app if I want to actually see things in order. So, Bruce, you're showing me something here. Whoa. It's a soundboard. Oh, now it's a speech board board. for old Stern games. Yes, it is. The only reason I know that's because I see the game selection. It's like, wait a minute, those are all speech games. No, no. It's actually, look, there's two extra ones on there. Two extra? Well, there's Custom. And? I've never heard of that game before. The game called Mm -hmm. Custom. And? Gamatron. Mm -hmm. Which we played that before, I think, on the show, the clip. Yes. That's the people who put made the clip right, and they're trying to do other stuff. So they are actually, on the second revision of boards, they had to use a bigger pre-driver because it wasn't strong enough. And uh, they're going to be using my Gamatron as a test board for Gamatron. Nice. So for those who care, the game, Stern games that had speech were Flight 2000, Free Fall, Lightning, Split Second, Catacomb, and Orbiter 1. And the problem is that the, the chip, the custom chip that is used for the speech, is no longer available. And you can find it, but it's like 100 bucks. the chip I've seen the latest pricing for. So this board is hopefully going to be under that and sound exactly like I it. I mean, even, even if it's a bit over that, it's for the whole board. Oh, yeah, exactly, for the whole board. It's still – and it's brand new. So hopefully yeah. you'll have no issues. But uh, the local guys from us, they're going to use my game – as a test bread and they're looking for volunteers because they asked Scott and Scott only has flight 2000. So if anybody has a free fall, I know somebody with a lightning, so we're good with that, but a split second, a catacomb. I just got rid of contact Bruce on Facebook, contact me on Facebook because Bruce never checks our email. Not lately. I've been busy I'm trying to find a job. God damn it. I'm unemployed. I'm working off the government, but today I did get offered a nightmare thing. A nightmare. Well, before you talk about the nightmare thing, there was another board that became available. Which is what? Which is very interesting to me. The Scorbit. Are they actually for sale now? Yep, the Scorbits are finally for sale. How much, How much are, they? are they? Oh, they're like $200, $300, I think. <laughs> and it was. it works with every single game except, I think, Jersey Jack, because they're doing their own thing. Oh. So you can use it on any solace. It doesn't matter. Like, you could use it on Old Stern. You could use it on a Bally, Gottlieb, whatever. Even modern Sterns or OCDs? I think so, yes. Spike wow. 2. I think Spike 2 was included. They're doing yeah. some kind of thing. They, they intercept it, so they're getting it right from the game. But the thing is, it has full internet connectivity, so it can also send you alerts, like operator alerts and that kind of stuff. There's basically two parts of it. You buy the board, and there's also it's a subscription service. Mm. They have different pricing tiers. You know, the more you get, the less it is, and it's cheaper if you're an operator, which I thought was pretty cool. So if you're an operator, it's less. But this is what they were using at Indus. They use it every year. They were do, do it, testing it there big time, where they had it in every game, which you you can interface this into like the tournament system. So when you're done, like a qualifying entry, the score is just there. Boom. Hmm. And you can use it. I know Carl D'Angelo, IE Pinball. Hi, Carl. He uses Hi, it. Carl. He integrates it into his, his streaming, his Never Drains, and his streaming software. So if there's a match going on, you can see the 
the score at all times, even on those games that you know don't show the score for long periods, it'll still show up. Pretty cool. Yeah. So it's score bit. Right. The prices. The prices. Oh my god. Oh, you looked at it. I can't look at it because you have to sign up to look at it. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yes, you go can't to sign. Bit. That's ridiculous. Go, no, no. Go to scorebit.com. Oh. Buy scorebit. Let's try when this. When you go to buy scorebit, it says, do you have a scorebit account? Scorebit if pinball. you say, yes, I do, you got to log in. If you don't, you have to sign up before you can find out. Let's see. Scorebit pricing. Here's the subscription pricing. Uh, here it is. It's $300 to $200 depending on how many you get. So I would assume it's $300 unless you get a bunch of them, then it's discounted. By the way, that's just Googling Scorebit pinball pricing. Oh, well, I'm going to go on their website. I am on their website. And that's for I didn't have to log in. It's right there. Internet's a wonderful thing. What's the difference between the 200 and the 300? Well, I'm assuming 300 is if you get one, and the, the 200, it has a little asterisk. It says discounts available based on quality purchased. So I'm guessing mm. if you get a shit ton of them, you know, I have 30 games. I want one for every game. I'm assuming you could probably get it at 200 a pop. I mean, that's what they're hoping for for the operators, I'm sure, is just, like, integrate them right into your arcade. Yeah. Come on every game. Yeah, that's why they like said the, the subscription pricing is there's a monthly cost per license. Once you get to, like, a really high amount, like 100 or more, it's like 6 bucks. Yeah, there's there's different pricing depending on operator or collector. And it works with, it says, works with these manufacturers, Spooky, Stern, Bally, Williams, Gottlieb, Sega, Data East, Capcom, Williams, Bally, and Stern. Hmm. Yeah, I guess the only reason it doesn't work with Jersey Jack is because they're doing their own thing. Part of their innovation. So, yeah, so there you go. Today, somebody contacted me and said, hey... Do you want to put together, back together, a machine that this guy bought? It's just like, you know, okay, let me go out and check it out. The guy's like, I'm home today. Let, come on over. It's a day to East Batman. Oh, God. Oh, it's not that bad. Okay, till I get there. And half the play field, the upper play field is, uh, he has it like half together, half not. Unfortunately, the ramps are all on there. But underneath the stuff is all missing. So every wire guide is missing missing doesn't even have it every ball lane missing is this a lot of playfield wear too uh it probably did it was touched up because hmm. I, I saw a person on facebook just earlier tonight like hey i need the ball guide for the orbit the of my but yeah. like his playfield was trashed oh, like there was it's no bad. paint it's bad. No, this one has paint. It's just just not done well. You know, it was done okay. You know, enough good from far, far from good. Good from far, far from good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he's like, yeah, I need you. To, I'm looking at. I'm trying to find these guides on anywhere. Like, if anybody even yeah. looked. No, I was like, so the guy's like, well, what do you want to do? I'm gonna tell him I cannot do it because I can't put your game together and charge you all this money, and you still can't play it. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to sell this game and I'm going to buy you another Batman and I'm going to exactly. charge you $4,000 what you want is a Batman 66 it's a far superior game you'll like it much more than this one no there's actually one on eBay I'm uh, sorry on Pinside for $1,700 I told him buy that one because the money you're going to put into this one is not worth it there's a Batman 66 for $1,700 no Batman Data East oh, oh sorry $1,700 buy that one since you have such a good you want that one then part out the other one, and you'll probably make just the amount of money. 
because the back glass is nice on it. The boards all work on it. It actually boots. I was like, just do that. Get it over with. You'll you'll make your money back and you'll get a better game that's all ready to play. You know, you might have to drive to St. Louis. Who cares? It's better. <laughs> it's better than anything else. Some people care. Yeah, some people care. I had that uh the same issue. Someone brought me a flash, and they're like, "Hey, can you fix this for me?" And I'm like, looking at like like every board is bad. Like the displays are bad. You know, like the playfield is where blah 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 blah. And I'm like. It's going to cost you, like, to pay me to do all this work and to replace all these parts, it's going to cost you, like, seven to $900. Mm-hmm. You can just buy a working Flash for seven $900. It'll be in better shape than yours. Yes, this this is Flash. This is Steve Ritchie's highest production game. There's 19,000 of these things. You're not going to have trouble finding yes. one. Yes. And yours is not a good one. No. Zach, should we tell him about the other repair we had? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the one at my house. With a Dremel. Which one? With a, with a Dremel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so uh, uh, this week I purchased something. Guess what it is, Ron. You remember, I used to looked at it and you saw the picture. Oh, Countdown. Yes. Bruce bought a Gottlieb. But okay. it is one of the approved Gottliebs of System 1, so we... It's one of the approved pr- or approved? <laughs> approved. <laughs> approved, Okay. So I got this from one of my vendors who I deal with a lot. Great guy. Uh, I grabbed it, brought it home, and uh, I didn't even power it on, you know, myself. I, you know, he showed it at the time that displays work, but I brought it home, and, and I'm putting the connectors back on, and I'm like, boy, these connectors don't even stay on. Wow, that's not good. So I left it. Zach comes over. Zach comes over every Friday, every other Friday to my house, and then I go over to Zach's either every Friday, and we repair back and forth. So Zach came over, and I go, what do you think the problem is? And I pushed on the connector, and it just fell right off the board. <laughs> yeah, and then I, lo- I looked in the connector, and I'm just like, half of your pins aren't there. Yeah, they're just like either... The entire half that's supposed to press against, it is just gone. And the other half are green. So it had a little acid damage. So halfway through doing the connectors, which are which I now have the proper tool I was very happy with, so I was able to pop those out. Zach's like, I better pull off this board. So he pulls off the, the CPU board on Assistant 1, and what did you see, Zach? Every pin on the bottom side of the board was just completely corroded. So how did we fix that, or it, tried to fix it? Oh, we tried to use the magic Dremel brush, <laughs> uh, courtesy of Nick Shell. <laughs> and we tried to Dremel the connectors back to... Proper. And I did. They were all a shiny. shinier blackish green. Yep. Uh, but still they, didn't boot. They were not shiny. One of the connectors wasn't even plugged in, and it was corroded. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how that how can that even happen. Happened. Yeah. But it did. It was bad. So Zach brought over two other boards. One did work, and it booted up, and we had sounds out of it and everything. So I know the game is mostly there working. Needless to say, Zach, the flip board is on its way. Yep. So is this the Corroded Countdown? Is that its name? The corroded Countdown. It's Corroded Countdown. Because we had the Freedom Firewood, so this is the yes. Corroded Countdown. I bought the Flipboard, which is all in one. The the Flip Pascal. F-L-I-P-P. Oh, okay. It is has the power supply, the CPU, the driver board, and the soundboard all in one. Although I doubt that soundboard is as good as the original. They say it is for that version. You for the later versions, you have to get a different soundboard. You have to use the really. Unit. That's 
that's the opposite of what I would expected because like the later versions have a CPU is like you can just emulate those and get the proper sounds. Yep, they say it. But this exactly. one is analog, so like I would think it'd be different. Yeah, I guess they just embedded literally the same. Chip. Circuit it's only three control. tones anyway, so it's not really hard. Yeah, but you got to get the tones right. I know. Well, we'll see. But you and can still use me, the I've... old one, too, if you wanted to. On my countdown, I had uh, one of the, the Lissy boards, L-I-S-Y, mm-hmm. and it was still using the original soundboard, and all the sounds sounded wrong because the Lissy board was pulsing them for a different amount of time. Oh. So... You know, Ron laughs at the logic analyzer. I went in there with a logic analyzer, hooked up to the pins, and actually timed out the original board and versus then the C board on how long each of the pulses were and how long the pauses were. And I then I adjusted all the tunings to uh, match up. Dare you laugh at the logic analyzer? <laughs> yeah, you need to get one of these, Ron. Uh, you mean a lo- is it different than a logic probe? Yes, completely yes. different. Completely oh. different. Is that the thing that's got like sine waves and crap? No, that's an oscilloscope. An oscilloscope. Oh, what the hell is a logic <laughs> analyzer then? It's a third completely different thing. Oh. It basically it records the signals, but only digital signals, yes. just up and down. Yes. Not analog. It just, it's uh, counting ones and zeros. Yeah. But like it, it can just record for like five minutes or something, you know? Yeah. So you can just like, you could hook it up to like the address lines and just like see the entire waveform across all 10 address lines or something on your CPU and really dig in there. But uh, I just use it for measuring timing on stuff. So that board, guess how much that board is? All in one, Ron, since you've probably never heard of it. Well, Pascal's been out for a while, right? This is not a new board. Okay, but it replaces all these boards. All those boards. 200 bucks. $410. That's as much as the game should cost. Ship from Europe. (laughs) That's as much as the game. That's more than most games it goes in should cost. Yeah. Put in a totem. It is good, Yeah, that's a crap game, but this is a good game. Uh, yeah. It is game. Game. If you found a Sinbad, Ron, you'd probably be doing the same thing. Uh, I'd rather have a countdown. Of course. Everyone wants a countdown. Everyone wants a countdown. But you want a Sinbad. Sinbad, it has the same rule set, but a little more interesting play field, I think. It's not symmetrical. I love symmetrical on this one. Mm. It does have the terrible plastic spinner, though. I will say that. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Should I swap those? We didn't finish the news, Bruce. Oh, God. What else we got? We forgot something? Uh, well, a couple of things. Okay. TPF, Texas Pinball Festival. They did at least, they announced, they made, they made a statement that basically said if it gets to the time around Texas Pinball Festival and they're still not allowed to have gatherings over a certain amount or you still have to wear face coverings, that they will postpone it till the next year. Aye, aye, aye. So. You're not going next year. <laughs> yeah, well, at least they're not calling it off in time. But just think about it. So if they have it in March of 2022, that'll be three years between shows. Think about that. That's what happens when you postpone twice. It's three years. Mm. <sighs> All right, Bruce, enough. We've held off on this. Our, tro- on our trolling has to end. The big news. What's that? We're in a game. Yes, we are. I love this. Finally, people listen to us, and finally, they listen to the right person. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Raymond Davidson. Thank you, Raymond. We are in Avengers. And on the right mode, also. You're welcome, Bruce. Loop champion. No, combo Always champion. Always has been wrong. Oh, no, that's it's right. Champ- Is it combo champion or loop champion? It's, it's the... Oh, I thought sorry. It was combo. I thought it was combo Is it champion. combo? Hmm, let me look real fast. It's one or the other. It's either combo champion or loop champion. 
I'm going to look real fast because it's on our Facebook Raymond page. was at the Silver Ball Saloon. I just said, you know, if you if you put STP there for Slam Till Podcast, everyone will think you just mean Stone Temple Pilots because you're from Seattle anyway. So Exactly. That way they won't think you're combo. putting us in there. Combo. Combo, okay. Which I do combos too. Yep. Is there a loop champion? I don't know if there is. Game? I thought it was just combo champion. It is combo. But if you I mean, like, if, the, if they gave someone else a loop champion, that'd be trouble again. Yeah. If they was, but if you put the the stern to a ten letter, yeah, it spells out slam tilt. <laughs> yeah, that's your favorite term, right? Slam tilt. Exactly. And the best is when I posted the picture, and there's a what's his name uh, showing off the game, and <laughs> there's our name underneath it. It's like free advertising for our <laughs> website. Slam tilt, baby. We're in a game. So, have you ordered your Avengers yet, Bruce? Not yet, but it's, I'm gonna. Be, I'm waiting, hopefully, for IFPA discount. Come on, Gary. Come on. So you're waiting Zach. for the Stern Rewards Program, or as most people call it, the Elwin Rewards Program, where it you is. just wait for whatever Elwin game comes out and pray that it'll be there by December, so you can use the discount in the next month because he does a game every year. Didn't they just add a game to the L- to the IFPA Rewards? Did they? I think they did. Oh, was it Stranger Things? I thought they had Stranger Things a while ago. No, I think it was Stranger Things a while ago. Let's see. Well, it's been uh, Turtles then now, right? It was Turtles. Sorry, really? it was Turtles. They added Turtles, turtles already? Added. Yep, Turtles is added for yep, certain, for both they, premium and pro. They might have a few spare pros Turtles sitting around. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Now I think they're going to have a lot of them. Or really, what happened is they announced Avengers, and then they got a thousand calls canceling the Turtles orders. Exactly. So now they had to get rid of these. Yeah, for those who don't, the Stern Rewards Program is something that uh, the IFPA does where you can get a discounted Stern game if you are what, top 1,000 in the world. But they don't, they're not eligible for the Rewards Program until they've been out for a few months. Yes. So usually whenever an Elwin game comes out, the IFPA is inundated by people asking when the game will be added to the program. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. So, uh, they are the turtles will not be available till mid twenty twenty one supposedly, but I doubt that. I think there'll be plenty of pros out there. <laughs> they are behind. They cannot crank them out fast. I wonder what in their heyday, full capacity, they were supposedly doing like sixty or so a day. What do you think they're doing today? I'm probably thinking half. 30. thirty. Thirty. I'm thinking thirty. Okay. I'm thinking half. If they I have half forty. Of course, we can't find out the answer, but. Now, even though we're in threads with people who could tell us, they will never yes, tell us. Yes, we are in threads. We don't, you, we don't abuse our... We don't be, we, no, they don't tell us because they're NDA'd out of their minds, baby. I know, but I would never ask them either because I, as I always... I wouldn't ask because they wouldn't now. tell it. Oh, wait a minute. I, I got one more news item. I thought we were done. I thought oh, we were going home no, now. You know, I, I, wrote, was, I wrote it. I wrote it. What I, did you do this weekend, though? Did you, did you do anything Monday? Um, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I wrote it here. Okay, where is it? Um, Deep Root Reveal. Reveal? I didn't think they were putting out a game this month. Oh, yes, we did put out as one of the four. What? Put out? What did you just say? We put out as one of the four companies I was going to put out a game. We put out, it was going to be P3, Avengers. We thought Deep Root, since they put a date out, and then we thought Jersey Jack. Jersey Jack went to October. Unfortunately, Deep Root got beat out by Dutch. I know we always bust on Dutch, but you know what? They're actually making games very slowly, very, very slowly, but people are slowly getting games, which unfortunately for them is more than we could say for Deep Root currently. 
Yeah, uh, Dutch now has one and a half games out. If you count uh, Brighter Pinbot. No, I don't. Let's give a little background for our listeners in case they're not aware of the Deep Root story. Deep Root was a company is founded by our buddy Robert Mueller, who who I like because he he likes to talk trash. Yes, I think you definitely have the voice now. I've done, now. yeah. You know, brother, we're going to make innovative pinball, dude. Everyone else sucks, brother. You know, I, I've done the, the wrestling thing because he has said some really crazy shit through the years. Uh, they were formed, what, two years ago? Probably a little over two, two years, years ago. Two years? A little no, over I think two. It's over three, I think it's three it, years It's getting now. close to three years. So Robert Mueller wanted to make his own pinball company, and he has a lot of money. And he he paid and paid and paid and got the all-star team of designers. He got, well, Nordman until he left, but Barry Ausler, you know, John Norris. John yeah, Norris. Gottlieb, baby. John Papaduke paid off all John Papaduke's Zidware people and all his debts, which is insane. And said he was going to innovate and change everything. A pinball stale, no innovation. They were going to innovate at Deep Root. It's going to be a whole new ball game. And he's been talking that shit for almost three years now. Talked it as much as last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. So at 2019 Texas Pinball Festival, they had all their stuff around there. You were supposed to release that day. Well, yeah, they were supposed to release, which they didn't do anything. The five days of deep but root. They the first, ended up take inst- one, take in, one. Yeah. Instead of that, they end up saying, no, next year. Next year. So 2020, we will have the five days of deep root. Yep. Okay. Then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Just before. Yep. And I think at first people were expecting, well, okay, they're, they're going to announce something soon after that. But they didn't. Another six months passed. And they finally started they, they finally started a Facebook page. I don't think they had one. They had no social media presence until like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And they started doing this cryptic little message. And eventually it became this message that basically says 921 20. So September 21, 20, BD, before Deep Root. Yes. So. Is that actually what the BD means? Yes, they actually said that. that. Yeah, they actually actually said that's what that means. Of all the things to actually announce officially, Mm -hmm. you know, not like what time of day the announcement's happening, that they announce what BD stands Mm -hmm. for. So, yeah, they had no time of day. The original plan seems to be they had six people go there to see the games. Several pinball, pinball ambassadors, if you will. Mm-hmm. Three of these, imba- I won't say all their names, but three of these ambassadors happen to be in our Clusterbuck thread. They're a private chart with all of us. <laughs> yes. so but we... they, they are NDA'd out of their minds. So. Yeah, they are. We, yeah, have, we so, don't so ask so we, we have We have no inside information here. I guess to say but that. It was funny that how three of the six are in our. That is so group. weird. Yes, they, they are. Um, and I guess the idea seemed to be they would have them come in. Film everything, show them all the new innovations, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and then on Monday they would show this video, announce the games, pricing, etc. That seemed to be what the plan was to be. However, I guess when these six ambassadors were getting the tour and started playing the game, thing issues came up. They've been very vague on that, other than technical issues on Raza happened, and also some other thing or things that they agreed were showstoppers, that being Deep Root. Mm-hmm. So they called off the reveal. 
And man, did they get blasted for that. Well, I, I kind of had a problem that they weren't announcing anything. They didn't say, like, come see us at our website. Come see us on our Facebook page. Look for something from us. And then some idiot skunked everybody and said, oh, come to this page. Yeah, and some guy got... some guy tr- put a troll. Was it, was it YouTube or Twitch? I don't remember. It was YouTube. Yeah, I was thinking it was, yeah. Yeah, it was a video with a countdown. Yeah, and everyone started thinking that was the official thing. That was the thing. official it, countdown it like... because it was going to be at noon Eastern. Like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that seems like when they would do it, and then nothing happened. And then he said, ha-ha, five minutes into it, like after the five-minute thing, like, ha-ha, and then closed the whole thing off. So everyone was getting grumpy over that. And then all of a sudden, like a half an hour later, there was this post from Robert Mueller saying, we have all these problems. You want to read it off to him, the, the post that was? Yes, I, I will read it, Bruce. It's here right on their deep root. Wait a second, now hold on. Are you going to do it like Hulk Hogan? Because you got to do it because that's all he seems like he can – his excitement okay. level. Is I, I will do it as, as Robert Mueller just I, I, because. I'm a roast Hulk Hogan. Oh, uh, that's yeah. going to be tough. Is there such a. That's, that'd be harder <laughs> than doing Hulk Hogan. Well, you, well, know, you already did Hulk Hogan perfectly last time. So well, you know, challenge. brother. Uh, yeah, and, and sorry, I, I, we're just doing this because he really has talked a lot of shit. And oh, just, he, he has brought we... this upon himself, unfortunately. He talked more shit a few days before. Yeah, I don't know how you would referencing like quite. a Jody Dank- Dankberg con- uh, comment from Stern I know. about innovation or something. It's like we've accepted the challenge. Like, okay, it says, well, you know, brother, Deep Root Pinball spent years redesigning the pinball machine from the ground up with countless novel approaches. But brother, on this past Sunday, Saturday, we had hoped to host a launch event with six well-known pinball personalities. None of them were us, by the way. We didn't even get invited. Boo! Everyone got invited except us. I would have went down, but of course, we've never really given Deep Root much of a thing except for part with Steve. Yeah, and we, well, we've given I've given him Killer Hulk Hogan impersonations. I know you would think like you'd be. They should have hired you for like the reveal video. Due to technical issues and lots of feedback and the funny from thing our is, for the past three years, we've been in the top three or four for the voting for TWIPS each year also. We have? Oh, oh yeah. I know. Stupidity. Go we, ahead. We, we, we have? I didn't even know that. Yes, okay. we have. Yes. Wow, you keep track of that stuff? Due to technical issues and lots of feedback from our guests, it ended up being more of a beta event. That's weird, beta. brother. <laughs> we are grateful an and alpha. thankful. I think it was an alpha. <laughs> For for the pinball personalities, invaluable feedback and involvement in refining our platform to be the best it can be. The result is, brother, realization is we're not as ready as we thought, brother. Not as we thought, dude. Sorry. We're already working hard to fix the technical issues and implement our guest feedback. So the only right decision today, brother, is to postpone the public release of our platform and our first game, Raza. We hope you agree that releasing a well-engineered and fun-to-play Raza is in everyone's best interest, dude. We hope you'll be taking your vitamins and saying your prayers and getting ready for pinball innovation here with Deep Root, brother. Because we hope to update you that during this process, we remain deeply committed to delivering the highest quality of gameplay and innovation to our players. We thank you for your continued trust and patience, dude. Thank you, Mr. Mueller. You know, brother, we're going to come back, dude. We're going to innovate. We're going to kick ass, brother. So after this came out, the the entire rest of the day was just pinside bashing the shit out oh of Deep Root. Oh, my God. Bro- it was I, terrible. I, I've and never then we saw a picture, seen, like, at 6 o'clock at night. Oh, my. I have supposed. never seen this issue of uh, th- this level of bashing for anything ever. And it was more of, it's like, damn. It's like, 
They haven't taken anyone's money yet. I mean, no, they haven't taken anyone's money yet. But he did talk. A, he he was just below the shit level of Dutch, the shit show level. Uh so so today, which is well, I've given given us away here. We're recording on Tuesday, September twenty mm-hmm. second. The body's almost cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. This, <laughs> we're poking it. We're seeing if we're it's still alive. This week in pinball. Hello, hello, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. To be um, fully transparent, they are a, a Deep Root is one of their sponsors. Yep. So they released a bunch of information on a, a lot of stuff that was going to be announced yes. that did not end up being, being announced. Because shortly after this announcement, a picture was leaked of the Raza cabinet. And by the way, Raza stands for Retro Atomic Zombie Adventureland, if we haven't. Which was shown last year. Yeah, which was at a show last year, the prototype. Yes. So this was the... Um, the less prototype. Yeah, it's actually like a... Still apparently data. not finalized. Yes, yeah, which, not that's finalized the part I don't get, but we, we, will, we will go through this in detail here. This is the Deep Root episode. Enough trolling our listeners. This is what you tune in for. We know it. So, cabinet in the back box. Deep root cabinet. I, I can't do this as Hogan because my voice will go by the end of this. Deep root cabinets will have dimensions similar to Williams Valley, Valley Williams, and the general shape of the cabinet is standard. So standard side with side and front areas and a standard coin door. The cabinet will be built, built with high grade laminated Baltic birch. Did I say that right? Baltic birch. I think I have, and have reinforced joints with a propi- Try again. Proprietary. Yes, thank you. Proprietary, he's correcting me on a word. I really suck. Hybrid dovetail and special adhesive process. Stern. They will have two types of cabinets. First, arcade edition, which will have a, I have no idea how this is pronounced, Cylon style? Cylon style grill. I don't know what that means. This cabinet looks more standard with the familiar hinge bar linking the back box to the main cabinet. The back box has a panoramic wrap batlick, batlick, batlick. It's not Batman. Backlit artwork. It does look cool. It contains a 24 inch ultra high res display in the Scion style. Ultra wide. Okay, now I have a problem with this. Hold on. Now, okay. further you down you the have problems says, already? Further down in the article, it says backlit side bat. Let's try to get backlit side art panels that come on the extra model were due to arrive at Deep Road this week. I think those so, are the, ca- the lower cabinet, Bruce. I know, but still, way. how long have you known of? You've had six extra models. It is weird that this was a reveal and stuff was still not arriving. Still coming in. Yeah, that's the problem I have. It, it's like they were. Did not you say prepared. Deep Road? By the way, it sounded like. I think you did. I think you deep had a Freudian throat, slip there. Throat. Yeah, deep throat, whatever. <laughs> you did. Uh, the Take second type, the second type of cabinet, is the okay. It's the second type. Okay, second type of cabinet, but it comes in two different editions. It looks like the X yeah. edition and the extra edition, spelled with X's, as an yes. X edition and an no XTRA edition. The it floating the, is either X edition or the extra edition floating back box. The backlit panoramic wrap floats above a floating back bar with two vertical support columns, which when I saw this thing, I thought of Aftor. Yeah, Aftor right away. Has right anyone away. thought of Aftor? Instantly. I, I instantly thought of Aftor for those who don't. That's uh, the Wyco game that had was like metal back box with metal supports holding it up. I wonder how that game plays. Uh, 
What is setting up that game like? Uh, I know if you hit it in the pop bumpers, it stays there forever. They actually had to do a bulletin. Yeah. They had to modify something because it would go in the pop bumpers and just never come out. I'll sit there. Yeah, I'll just sit there. It contains a 24-inch ultra-high-res display, which I think the other yeah. one did. Ultra-wide, really high-res. Oh, I keep screwing that up. Sorry. Ultra-wide, high-res display. Sounds like that's the same exact display in both versions. I don't know why yeah. they say it twice. Because uh, it sounds good. All models feature a proprietary hinged, assisted lift and drop glass frame and lock bar seal. In other words, it looks like the Bally ones. The Bally's, except for it has a... Uh... Uh, like your Nippet. You had Nippet, right? Yeah. Was it Nippet yeah, or... It hydraulic lifts on it. Yeah. Hydraulic lifts on it. Yeah, so it's like the Bally one with hydraulic lifts. So what happens when hydraulic lifts fail? You have to lift by hand. No, 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 not even that. When you're like... Sometimes they the hydraulic lifts fail and... They, they slam to the ground because <laughs> the gas or the hydraulics go out. And they show a picture of it, and they have a note. This is not the final version of this feature. Again, if this was the reveal, when are the final versions of the feature? If you were going to be selling this, that's the part I couldn't understand. Inside the cabinet contains two power supplies, a PC and components, optional up-fired speakers for 4.1 audio option, more on that later, a custom subwoofer and enclosure, an amp, and an optional shaker motor. DeepRoot also has shared they designed active airflow to minimize fan noise from the power supplies and PC CPU. Hear that, Spooky? Hear that, Stern? Uh, at least Stern's only is every once in a while. The Spooky yeah. one is constant. Toppers. All games and models will include a capped connector socket on the top of the back box, which allows drop-in topper attachments, which is the same as Stern, providing electrical data, audio, etc. The topper is kept in place via pre-drilled screw holes, just like Stern. There are three now, hold options. On. Hold on. Can I pause? Okay. Pause. In this picture below, uh, we're on This Week in Pinball. How many people are lowering this head? Uh, two. Three. Okay. <laughs> It's two, but uh, so when they're lowering the head, what's in his left hand on the one guy? Is it a magnet or is that like a wrench that he's trying to hold up at the same time? Man, you are getting way too in this. That looks well, like. How many times do you, when you lower a head on your pinball machines, when you lower the head, when you lower the head on a pinball machine uh-huh. of a newer stern, mm-hmm. how many people do you need to lower it down? I think it's just for the picture, man. Are you going to say like it? it, it... Um, it needs two people yeah. because it's so heavy. I don't think – I think you're overthinking it, Bruce. Well, I want to – I mean, also, like, if you were one of the six people allowed to see the revolutionary pinball machine, are you just going to hold it with one hand while you look behind it? Yeah. Well, you would because you were yeah, you. Yeah, but that's why you weren't invited. Yeah, you, that's, that's why – because, Bruce, that's, that's exactly why we weren't why. invited. There are three options for the cabinet side panel art. Okay. You can get the vinyl base wrap common to most modern pinball machines with an additional gloss coating. Direct, I still see, I feel like I should be saying this differently. Direct print on the wood with pin armor coating, providing high gloss, hammer tested protection. Sounds like basically Spooky's butter cab. Mm-hmm. Backlit, double printed, PETG lighted side art panels are featured on the extra limited edition games. Some other available options. So it sounds almost like they're going to have a, three levels. A, three levels. Well, yeah, but it also sounds like you can almost mix and match these levels. Like you're going to have a build-your-own-game type thing. Which is way which I, be, yeah, yeah, which is nice. Standard glass or anti-reflective. 
fingerprint resistant glass. What is that? We're going to have like super HD glass for 500 bucks a pop now. Additional GI lighting to the underneath of the glass frame for variable diffused lighting of the playfield area. Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. So is that, is that like its own pin stadium lighting? I mean, if you've already got like the whole side rails hinging up too, like it's gonna be really easy to just put a strip of lights there, and you want to remove them every time, like you do a pin exactly. stadium or anything. Like, yeah, that sounds like a really good obvious idea. Four point one audio option. More on this below. Let's see what the tour group thought of what they could talk about. The tour group saw some, but not all of these features. The lifting glass top worked smoothly. But it was not the right. Was not the was final not version. The, we exactly, did not see. So it's going to lift even more smoothly. Exactly. We did not see the Cylon style grill. I hope I'm saying that right. It's not Kylon. It's Cylon, yeah. Cylon style grill with Cylon. the pan- panoramic wrap backlit artwork. But did see the floating back box with the panoramic wrap backlit artwork as pictured above. The backlit side art panels that came on the extra model were due to arrive at Deep Root this week. What? It wasn't even that. So the extra model that we saw had placeholder vinyl-based wrap for the sides. So again, reveal... Not only do they not have the stuff, they don't even have like prototypes of the stuff. Yeah. It's so weird. But whatever. We're not... There's plenty of bashing to go around, but now oh, we're we gonna get more. we're Come gonna get on. no we're gonna get to the innovation. <laughs> we're gonna have new innovations in bashing. Some of this stuff yes. is cool. I mean, it looks cool. We'll see how it goes. Uh, now, another thing I noticed when you look at the let's go up to the second picture with Steve in the picture playing the game. I'm still at the. I know you're still talking over the thing, but let's oh the first picture. Sorry, the first picture with Steve showing the next thing we're talking about. Did you see what's on the right hand side of by the right hand on the touch screen? <laughs> it says Magna save. Yes. So Stern. Uh, so so in other words, their Magna save button will be in the proper place. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Vaguely the proper place. Well, it's better than it's actually. Look, wait a sec. If I can keep my hands on the flippers, that's a great thing. Okay, but what we're saying is the Magna save button is not necessarily a button on the side of the cabinet. No, it's not. It looks like it's on the pin bar. A pin bar? What's a pin bar? The pin bar. The most intriguing innovation on a deep root pinball machine is the pin bar. The pin bar is a horizontal screen on the lockdown bar area of deep root pinball machines and comes standard on all deep root machines, regardless of the title or model. The pin bar displays a ton of resources and information about the game, including animations, timers, a shot log, more on that later, Scores and multipliers, recommended next shots, and more. It also serves as the start button and the menu where you can change gameplay settings, diagnose issues, and log in under your DeepRoot account on any DeepRoot machine, whether it be in your home or on location. Okay, so let's go over the picture that we see here. Before we do that, I, I need to read, this is the actual... I have to read this because this deeper description. Did, yeah, because this is this needs to be read as Hulk Hogan because. Okay, so hold on, give me two seconds. Hold on, give me two seconds. Hold on. While he's getting two seconds, because this thing, I think Robert Mueller wrote this just because of the way it, it describes this innovation. 
Well, I didn't even realize how long this is because I just like read the first few paragraphs and stopped. Yeah, I didn't last either. Time. I didn't either until I just read this, so I might have to cut short on yeah, that. I'm not, re- I'm not reading the whole this. damn thing. I'm just going to do the first paragraph as we wait for for Bruce. He's getting prepared. You should at least do, go, go down okay, the bullet points. Okay, we're 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 going to do just the, the basic paragraph and, and the basic bullet points because I, um, neither me or Zach realize how long this actually was. This this marketing oh, thing. This, I just want to talk about like the things that we do see on it. Go ahead. This is Deeper's description of the pin bar, said by Robert Mueller, i.e. Hulk Hogan. Well, you know, brother, the pin bar is the most powerful revolutionary innovation ever to be added to a pinball machine, dude. It takes the modern touch display used countless times a day on our smartphones, tablets, laptops, and kiosks and creates a permanent blank canvas for us to expand pinball with infinite possibilities, dude. It links the physical world to the digital. It opens doors to nearly endless new ways to interact with your pinball machine, brother. Are you excited yet? I'm fucking excited. You have to read that paragraph. We want to challenge the last few decades of pinball that were obviously not innovative by changing from a habit of walking up to a deep root machine and saying, where's the start button, to walking up to any non-deep root machine and asking, where's the pin bar? The pin bar's development took years with methodical consideration of thousands of engineering and GUI design concerns to make sure if we were going to tie a touchscreen to a pinball machine that we would get it right the first time, dude. Some of the considerations that follow show how much engineering had to go into adding a touchscreen to a pinball machine. We made sure the aspect ratio and size had to be perfect due to the hand position and apron, brother. Matching aspect ratio and with back bar to minimize photo and animation scaling, brother. Durability and impact analysis and length, life, and length of life of screen. That's going to suck when it dies if the start button's on there. How are you going to start a game? That would kind of concern me. Ease of replacement without a technician, dude. Increasing ease of viewing screen information during play without having to look up and away at the back bar. Keep existing expectations and habits of touch interactivity from other devices like phones, dude. The millennials are going to love this pin bar, brother. Keep screen content simple and uncluttered with ability to add more for power players. So power players could add more information. I kind of like that. Basic mode. Okay, the power player, they can put all these shot multipliers and all the other crap that I would never look at up on a screen. Put the entire info right there, just in like yeah, five point text. Yeah, yeah. Like if you want it all. So if this was on like pirates, you could have all thirty characters or whatever, all in this or whatever, all thirty modes. Or if it was Hobbit, what thirty-one modes? Agility. No, not agility. Ability to start a game almost as quick as a traditional start button, but not quite as quick. But add extra flexibility and options. Signal what to touch, how to touch it, and then when not to touch by preconceived expectations and visual intuition. So there you go. There's more, but uh, it's too long to read. Obviously, this is this is one of the main innovation they're really plugging pin bar. When, is, when it you, gonna get, is it going to shock you when you hit the wrong thing? <laughs> it's going to teach you when not to touch. <laughs> yes. When not to touch is to say bad touch. When it says the pin bar is the most powerful revolutionary innovation ever, ever, ever. to be added to a pinball machine. That that is Robert Mueller. He had to have more said, than flippers. More than flippers. Yeah, more this than makes flippers look like shit. Display, you know, audits, jackpot, anything. You know, this this is the key. I'm wondering. I just noticed this. The picture of the pin, the pin bar. Mm-hmm, yeah. Are the flippers supposed to be offset? Yeah, I think they had a little issue there with the uh, flipper alignment, moving. or someone had, a, or the flipper yes. might have been on its way down, or something. Or maybe, yeah, because he's leaning against that. The side, one's so leaning. Maybe. He could have been leaning on the button. 
But what this is, is in place of the lockdown bar, there's a much larger lockdown bar. Mm-hmm. Which is okay, because you don't need to see the apron. No. So your dashboard wizard has six pages, which is system testing, game plan setting, Raza settings, support, and statistics. Game plan settings? Is that the Roger Sharp mode? What, what is that? No, gameplay settings. Gameplay, sorry. Gameplay settings. And then each one in between, I like testing out switches, solenoids, lamps, general illusion, and sound. General illumination. And then I tried again. General illumination. No editing, folks, this week. No editing. And it's even got a little the X on the upper right, like to close the window. Yeah. So if you're used to touchscreen crap, you're all set, which I'm sure uh, millennials, like our, our buddy Zach here, is used to touchscreens. Oh, yeah. So what, what do you think? This You are the target audience here. Of the test menu. Of, of the test menu. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, I, I mean, of this kind of, like, would you look at this? If, if this was sitting next to, say, a Stern, and you saw this next to it, would you think, whoa, that has to be, like, a higher model or more advanced piece of machinery? Or I am going to play this over this Stern. Part of the main reason that Pat Lawler invented the Super Pin in the 90s was just to make a game that looked different mm-hmm. in the previous games. And then, like, uh, Sega went to the uh, the rounded back box, yeah. you know, again, yeah, like, yeah, the showcase. to make it, it, it clear this is the new game. It's not one of those other games. So anything, like, the pin bar or the weird back box that floats or whatever, and like, with the wrapping sides, all that is going to do that same signaling, which I think is probably a pretty valid signaling of, You've got 20 modern sterns in a row, and then you have this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, does anyone this. see the issues that I see with this? Oh, God. Okay, Bruce, what are the issues you see with this? Okay, first, where most games are located at a bar, restaurant, that kind of stuff, what do people do with their drinks? Oh, they're going to put them right on top of this. You got it. Yes, but, but they note it's got seals and stuff. It's got a seal. What? They note that. Okay, I, exactly. But the seal still. What happens to a bar seal when you it's pour a drinks? Seal, Bruce. It's an innovative seal. Innovative seal. And what also happens when you have touchscreens that get dead spots? You replace them. You replace using them. The easy uh, swap out with no tech needed. Yep. That's yeah. No tech said. needed, but the problem is still cost. Well, the other issue is, I believe the start button is on this thing. Yeah. So what happens? And it when... takes a little longer to start the game, so it looks like it's going to ask you crap. That was the weirdest mention of like. You can start a game almost as fast. Almost as fast. Do you notice that too? Almost as fast. So we're telling you. You got like a giant, big, floating, gene pulsing button in the middle to start a game right now. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Call it it Quick Start. They can trademark that too. Put a TM next to it. In our innovative new Quick Start button. So what they're saying is, you know, instead of glancing up at the screen that nobody looks up at to see things, you can look down to see all the information. Tutorials, teasers, trailers, what's next, or shot gi- uh, suggested shot genie. And, like, it's nice on, like, uh, highway games, having the screen right in the play field. Like, that's yeah. really nice. So, like, and this is actually closer to the flipper than that. It is literally, like, right next to the flipper in your, in your yeah, field. Yeah, you know what I thought of when I saw it? Atari. Yeah. The early right Ataris, they put everything in the apron, which were the huge, oh, like the huge aprons. So the score displays oh, were in there. All the information, credits, all it was all in the apron. And that's kind of what I thought of when I saw this. Pretty, yeah, but it says accidental spills. Guess what? If you're an operator and you spill something, the customer spills on it, it's getting in the cabinet. I, and that's a bar seal that's even thicker. I... Ugh. Let's see how uh, features of pin bar. Let's see how fast I can say this here. 
Unity-based GUI framework, high-res, ultra-wide, high-res. Wait a minute, that said try twice. Okay, I said it right. High-res, ultra-wide, high-res screen. Almost doubles the available screen space. 10-touch capable surface, durable and easily replaceable, up to five-panel play mode layout, role-based settings profiles, access hundreds of settings in a couple of taps, login savings, loadings of profiles, data, shot logs, scores that rove with the player. So you can save your stuff. It's probably going to be a lot like um, your Rush games. You know, mm-hmm. you, you log in, yeah. save all your stats. Yeah. Yep. That, that's cool. Virtual keyboard for inputting of settings, profile information, virtual buttons that control play field components like Magnusay. And action buttons. Mm-hmm. Action buttons. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Make selections virtual between action your, button virtual. bashing. Make selections during uh, – make se- or maybe instead of hitting an action button, it'll actually show a little map of the play field mini map, and you hit the button of the ramp. You want to put the play, picture the point. like you know instead of bashing the tie fighters via the button, it just puts fifty tie fighters on screen. You, you have, have to hit them. them while whack them all. Yeah, That'd be awesome. Yeah. Virtual buttons that control playful components. Make selections between or during gameplay. Number of players, settings, skill shot, shop, score, a store concept, inventory management, pause, continue gameplay, tu- tutorials, teaser trailers for new games. What's the last game that actually had a trailer for the next upcoming game? Data East used Sega. to do that all the time. Sega, Data East and uh, yeah, and Sega. Bring that back, folks. What's next? Or suggested shot genie, customizable shot log, score and leaderboard, achievements, news, ads, ads, Ooh. custom you, content. You get a discount, <laughs> hundred bucks off your game, but it's going to display ads. Oh, for like- or maybe ads for the location. Like, did you get a beer at the bar today? Did you try our wonderful hamburger? Or I don't know. Set up an install wizard, maintenance screen, support operations and tests, purchase games or additional content. Wait a minute. So you can purchase more games while you're playing the game. Mm-hmm. Or picture like you could order a burger while you're playing, so if it brought to you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Remote operator access, remote operator audits, full interactive touch video modes, push updates can change the mode or rule set of the machine with a quick reboot. Reboot. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Like if you change something, it's a quick reboot. That's what it can do right now. In the future, it'll be able future. to the future. Future features unlock lock bar. So you hit a button and it unlocks the lockdown bar. I guess virtual buttons for persons with disabilities. That's cool. Stop start of in progress games on different machines. Pause button. Adjust difficulty level of rule set. Load saved game state. Apply language translations. Social media integration. Oh no. Post your score on Facebook right here. I got three likes on my game while I'm playing it. (laughs) (laughs) I got likes on my game while playing it. (laughs) Play against the save shot log. That's good. Video support call. See, they steal that from us. We trademarked that. Multiplayer remote play. Multiplayer video chat. Note, Bruce, that the seal and lock bar on the cabinet lock down into the cabinet and seals protects the pin bar from accidental liquid spills. This is the one thing I heard about before the game released, that all this stuff was going to be on. I didn't know what the name of it was called, Pinbar, but I heard whatever this was, all the data would be coming through this display for logging, you know, instead of the buttons on the pinball machine. So I heard about this. This is the only thing I was really excited about. I wanted to see the technology, and I think this is pretty good for technology-wise. Did you did you say something positive? Positive because I am so sick of going into a Stern machine, brand new one. Oh, and getting the old menu and still getting the old menu interface. You're literally using the Sam interface. Sam, 
This is actually going back. I'm being nice. I'm being nice to them, Bruce. I'm saying White. Uh, yeah, White uh, Star White had Star. the three buttons though. They added the fourth one, so it was more like Williams. I feel like when they used to have the Jumbo DMD on the Segos, that actually had more information than the Monster yeah, one has. Like yeah. <laughs> they actually regressed from the mid '90s. Yes, they did. They had three buttons, and then they added the fourth one to be like the Williams games that came out before uh, that them. An innovation, right there. Yeah, innovation. They innovated what Williams already did. But I was excited about this part, and. It- if it does work the way it does, this would be great for operators. It will work the way it does, because that's the nature of how it works. Uh, unless they don't make it. <laughs> if it works the way they claim it works. Yes. yes. Thank you. It looks super cool. I know there was a lot of comments on Pinside about the lockdown bar and the edges. The edges of the lockdown bar look a little on the sharp side. So this had issues, I guess, when they were doing their tour group. Something about like the touchscreen not reacting properly or something. It sounded yeah. like, yeah, yeah, and they, they and they had a film crew there because I can see them in this one picture, so I can actually see that was true. They had a film crew there because I can see them. So the other thing that Mr. Mueller talked a lot about was the play field that you can hit with a hammer and it won't dimple. So I mean, I can hit anyone with a hammer. Watch I me. can hit anything with a hammer. <laughs> uh, play fields. They're built with Baltic birch ply, and all playfields come standard, deep roots. Oh, come standard. Oh, with deep roots, uh, and this is their, their term, pin armor. T-Mem. Yeah, protect, protection coating. So pin armor. You know, one of my favorite um, TMs was actually Capcom. You know what their instant info was called? I forget. What, is it, what was the name? Pinfo. That's right. That's I just right. love that. I when I saw like pinfo, it's so lame but goofy, and it's just perfect. I just love that pinfo. I wish someone would use that. Someone, please bring pinfo back. I did like one thing about the underneath the play field. Oh, I know. So we'll we'll, we'll talk. Uh, so yeah, pin armor is the the protective coating. The bottom of each play field with will come with printed component information. Mm-hmm. Just Color like that. Color coded, just like Gottlieb. Different than Gottlieb. Oh yeah, it's it's RGB. It's better than Gottlieb. That's innovation. Yes. Although interestingly, I've heard that the reason that the Gottlieb did that wasn't actually like for serviceability. It was for the assembly line. Yes, it was for the assembly line, so it'd be, it'd be faster. So like they didn't actually like do it all like oriented towards you. Like there's a lot of stuff like you wouldn't care about as someone maintaining the game or like information you'd like to have that's not there. You know, so it's mainly aimed at just making the assembly easier to do. Mm-hmm. So you won't need to train the workers on what to put anywhere. They can just yep. look at it. So this one hopefully is more consumer oriented. Cool. I like the color code. I like the you can just see where all the mechs go underneath the play field. It's pretty damn cool. Yeah, I'm learning a lot about this game just by looking at this. <laughs> okay, so they they did a demonstration with a 16 ounce hammer. Oh my. Is that a big hammer? We found my 16-inch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> God. Then they did a 650-gram pinball drop. Is that different than normal pinball? And they left dents and craters in the normal clear coat, but they didn't leave dents or craters in the pin armor. If we could have only seen that on... Oh. Well, the this the VIP group that was there had concerns regarding the quality and look of the pin armor coating as it... It is currently not smooth. Yeah, was, okay. So the VIP More group, like orange, uh, orange peel. Orange peel is terrible to look at. No, okay. Oh my what, God. what Bruce is saying is the VIP group had concerns regarding the quality and look of the pin armor coating is it currently is not smooth, but more like orange peel. 
So guess what? People are going to be not complaining about your ARP quality. They're going to be complaining about your clear code quality. Well, here's my other issue, though. Robert mentioned that this is an early version of the pen armor. How, How long, long has he been, talking about, has he been talking about this? How is this an early version? This should be the final production version of this thing. It's like, uh, it, no, everything's going to be done Tuesday. <laughs> what is it like wimpy if a play yeah. hamburger from no 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 play it's like Tuesday. star trek hey we need the we need the missiles for for star trek on uh is scotty their engineer we need yeah. this clear coat to be smooth by tuesday i can't do it captain i no. don't have the power but he does it using dilithium crystals and warp drive or something yes. uh i guess the playfield does not feel smooth let's see uh brief game play later in uh with pin armor the ball did seem to roll normally so Basically, the pin armor works, but may not look good. But it, it's not the final version. Somehow. Somehow. How long has he been talking about I, that, this that's, that's just the part, you know, and, and not a, a lot of companies do this too. Even Stern will do this. Like if they have a reveal and during the game, the ball gets stuck or something like that. And it'll be like, it's a prototype. It's it's a prototype. They'll, they'll say something like that. You know, every time guess something what, weird Stern, happens. It really was a prototype. They've only been working on it maybe for six to eight months. Hmm. Yeah, and maybe got hung up. This has been two, year, two a year years. Two years. At least has been talking about. At least fields. a year and a half. Yeah. Audio. Deep Root Games comes standard with two point one audio system. So that's just like a Stern. You know, two speakers in the back box and one underneath. Wolfer with speakers located in the back panel. Deep Root also offers an upgraded audio package referred to as the Oral Envelope. Oh, well, let's try again. Envelope. Envelope. <laughs> Jesus, I'm screwed. Oral? Is that or- oral? Yeah. Uh, where's the That's TM? Like I don't like see where, a TM you next. Would, you, would, you would put your... Oh, sorry. Oh, stop. I don't see a, <laughs> I don't see a TM next to that, so they didn't... I don't think they trademarked that. that, which includes a – well, I didn't see a TM next to the pin armor, and that's got to be trademarked. I thought it was. I that has to be trademarked. I think that's because the the one that said TM next to it was taken directly from the marketing material. This other part is from the article. Marketing material? Where did they find marketing material? <laughs> it was provided to This Week in Pinball, so they posted it. Yeah. That's the only place I've seen it. This oral envelope includes a full-range 4.1 audio system. It's included standard with the extra edition. So the basically it looks like they have three versions, just like just like Stern. Yeah, they all did. Now remember, he said he didn't like having different versions. Yeah, yeah, he said sudden, that everything was going to be the low price for the same. Yeah, yeah, that changed over yeah, this time is too. What I, this is where the the two years and three years of BS is totally. The four point one audio configuration adds two up fired mid range speakers on either side of the. Coin door, which according to Deep Root, channels sound using the natural position of the player's body to the ears. So it's actually by the speaker panel. It's funny, somebody somebody on Pinside, when they showed that, they showed a picture of a mouse in a round that had this humongous woofer where this where the um coin door would be. I remember that one. I remember that because that was at Expo. I, I know the owner. You, you know the owner, too, I think. Yes, I do. That was the, the, the corn from RGP. He'd always have these these crazy custom games he would bring in, and usually some kind of sound upgrade. He had that, like, freaking Centaur that made me want to buy a Centaur instantly when I heard that thing. It was so obscenely loud. It sounded incredible. Let's see. Electrical. Deep root. Okay, so it goes more into tech stuff. It's It's boring. I won't. 
boring. Go, go into boring. It. This isn't the boring part. This is the more you know. well for us. It's not boring, but for I think if I'm reading specs, it's going to bore people here. I was impressed that they like are actually mentioning all this stuff. Okay. Deeper Pinball share the following regarding their electrical system. Deep Root's electrical system is custom-made to deliver power and data to a demanding, innovative pinball machine. The power system starts with a custom power supply delivering 12-volt, 24-volt, and 48-volt rails. Why the hell they have 24 volts? I don't know. And a separate ATX power supply for the PC. For the PC. God can't talk today. The 48-volt rail is distributed to each of our control boards, so they're using no boards, like everyone does now, Well, where a separate 12-volt and 5-volt regulator is used to provide additional power to individual high-power MOSFET driver boards. This allows us to power outputs with 5-volt, 12-volt, or 48-volt on demand. Board placement is meant to be space-efficient to allow for ease of serviceability. With a system of distribution boards, cables, and assemblies to eliminate nearly all soldering required when assembling the machine. So basically, it's, it's lots of node it's boards. It's all pre-soldered before you even get the... It is yeah, all... it's all node boards, all connectors, all pre-made to be easy, easy to assemble. So like, like everyone else is doing at this point. Let's see. I'm trying to think of some of the more interesting stuff here. We offer dual Wi-Fi dongles to deal with the demanding internet online connectivity needs of the Omnichannel worldwide access. What does that mean? <laughs> Come on, Zach. What does that mean? Is that like a newer term? Let me read that again. We offer dual Wi-Fi dongles to deal with the demanding internet online connectivity needs of omnichannel worldwide access. Yeah, I don't know why we need two dongles. Our pinball games are meant to be always on in order to take advantage of modern technology and online connectivity. Sleep mode when not in use, just like most other devices in your home, reduces electrical and power when not in use. So basically, yeah, it's, it's more like a modern device. It's a smart pin. Yeah, so you like hit a button or on it and it probably wakes up. Which is nice because it takes like a minute to boot modern games. Yep. Great. Yes, it does. This stuff was interesting. One person set up. Yes. Available for deep root machines or in a universal retrofit attaches to the bottom of the cabinet. So per deep root, our one person set up convenience changes a safety issue into an easy, safe way to set up or break down your machine. All deep root machines come with the attachment plate already installed on the undercarriage of the cabinet. The attachment plate should be compatible with a majority of other standard body machines. I don't really understand a lot of this stuff. Once attached to the attachment plate, the appliance, what appliance, can be extended to guide the lowering of the front of the machine from the seated position, lifting the back of the machine to install and bolt the rear legs and vice versa. Once done, the application can be stored underneath the machine or removed. So, Like a cart. It's a cart. No, hear me out. This I think we, I have a term for this. We can call it the PB helper. Yeah, yes, PB helper, PB lifter. I think it's what it is. I think I'm going to be suing Robert Mueller. It's the PB tilter. He's, he's he took your idea. It's literally the PB tilter, just it with is. like built-in support and yes. connection points. And then you can you can add it to another machine. Okay, do I want to be drilling into my new machine from another company and hopefully it's it just works? that awesome, Bruce? Come on. Well, wait a minute. Is this some kind of thing you? appliance you buy that you can use yes. to set up specifically. Well, it will be coming with all deep root machines 
and then add on to anything else. But what's coming? Not the actual thing that you can use to lift it up, right? No, no, but there's an mount on the bottom of the machine. The retrofit that attaches to the bottom, but what do you use to lift it from the bottom then? The appliance. What the appliance? appliance? The appliance. The appli- that's the part that's throwing me here. So there's the another pl- piece. The appliance is extra. The plate is on every deep root machine. And it's going to be dis- demonstrated at the virtual pinball expo coming up. So if they haven't had if it, they haven't had enough time to get everything else done, let's just get this ready. And they have another month. What is the virtual pinball expo? I haven't heard of that. That's the, the pinball expo. expo. They're doing virtual, so that'll be a seminar. Yes. So that like California Extreme did that, right? Yep. Yes. Exactly okay. what it is. So hopefully it's on Twitch or YouTube or something. They're streaming all so the actually, seminars. They're going to sell a, a, a appliance that will actually help you get the legs off and on by yourself. Yeah, they never say that, though. They say the appliance. It doesn't mention how to buy the appliance or what the appliance is. Oh, no, is. it's not ready yet, but, you know, it's going to be there. So basically the appliance is the PB Tilter. Yes. And what they have is they've attached the thing that the PB Tilter can hinge on to lift up your – to yeah. Yes. Basically, that's what this is. It is literally a tilter. So you, it sounds like it. You just you put it into you this this plate, and, back. and then yeah, yeah. Assisted, assisted leveling. leveling, deep roots. Assisted leveling guidance prompts you whether to raise or lower each of the four legs to put the playfield in the factory preset six point five degree level position via the pin bar. Now hold on, I got a question about this. If you look at the one picture that was released. It doesn't look like it's at 6.5 because the front legs were taller than the rear legs. <laughs> so, but it looks like you can. So the pin bar has a leveler. Yeah. So it's basically like there's like the pin level app or something on iPhone yeah. everyone likes that mm-hmm. like talks to you like just built in. Yeah. Special foot locks make adjusting the legs easy, so you don't have to use the turtle approach. And with my shitty back, I would appreciate that climbing under and lifting the machine with your back. I'm really curious to see these. That I, I, I as an engineer, uh, it's gonna. If you move the machine, they're gonna loosen. Oh, we have another trademark. Pin pod. Trademark. The pin pod is the perfect storage and moving protective cocoon for your prized deep root pinball machine. It is made of strong wood ply, water resistant, collapsible, truckable, and forkable. Its metal latches provide vertical and horizontal strength. To falls, tips, and items resting on the top. So in other words, if you want to bring your new deep root game to a show and are just not trusting the shrink wrap and the way you would normally wrap a game, you literally have this crate thing that looks like it breaks down. It's like a – and it probably – I assume it looks like it folds down into a smaller size. Yeah, it folds down to a it's small It's like we're talking layers. Jetsons shit here. Now, hold on. I have a problem with this. Oh, God. You have a problem with everything. What's your problem? They designed this, but what are they selling? Pinball machines. Which need to come in boxes. Which need to come in this. The thing is, you're selling a pinball machine. They should have been working on this more than the pin pod and the pin tilter and everything else. Get the fucking pinball machine out first. Then you bring this out later on. Well, what happens if they come with these? Who cares? This is why you're a laughing stock after three years. Uh, that's so. Yeah, it's an option. Okay. The saying, you've spent all this engineering time on this. Shouldn't you have been putting it towards your pinball machine? Well, they have an innovations coming in 2021 too, Bruce. Oh, fuck me. But first, the AE system is expected to be enabled for all machines equipped with the deep... I think that's the oral exciter or whatever it was called. 
the Deep Root Full Range 4.1 audio system, which will auto-mix auto channel, audio channels in loud and quiet environments to ensure the most important sounds reach the ear. Second, it will add ambient light auto-adjusting to all new games, providing an auto-balancing of light above and on the playfield. I wonder if there'll be a Dwight Sullivan setting, or just yeah, make it goes so, so bright you can't see the game anymore, as well as the other backlit cabinet pieces to the environmental ambient light. It'll be better than that, Ron, because it'll detect when you're using a headlamp, and it'll just turn it up even more. Oh, God. Yeah. Third, we will add haptic feedback. What, is, what does haptic mean? The rumble in a game. Yeah, oh, like rumble, feedback around the lockdown, lock, lock bar palm area for games in 2021 to provide even more important field gear and gameplay. So, okay. Who cares? Well, I want to see a pinball machine. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. They have an ecosystem, the Pinball Rapid Development Engine, or PIN RDE. How many trademarks do we need? Oh, the lots of them. <laughs> They're going to capture, record, and timestamp nearly every event that happens under the glass. This will allow Deep Root, or give you Deep Root volumes of data to enhance online offerings like shot log and scoring. It also insists with diagnosing or anticipating issues with the pinball machine. So your pinball machine will be fucking sentient. It will start talking to you. <laughs> you suck. I, you can't make a single shot. Sell this like, game. You, you you're suck. On the and it's just like, hey, your flippers are weak. The ramp shot is going too slow. Rebuild your flippers, idiot. You suck. You suck at pinball. Player <laughs> operator settings. Stop shooting the ramp. The flippers are too weak. The operator needs to rebuild them. Please contact the operator. Here is his contact info. Yes. If you Here like to press this address. button, we will his call home him right away for you. We can put on a video call on the pin bar. <laughs> this... <laughs> that, yeah, right on the pin bar. A video, like a Zoom call comes up. Yo, rebuild your flippers, asshole. These are great ideas. You're laughing, but this is totally awesome right here. I, I am worried about it becoming sentient, though, and start talking to you. You are no Keith Elwin. You suck. You've gained 10 pounds while you've been playing. <laughs> start losing weight, asshole. It's, yeah, it starts like it looks at you. Wow, you've been losing weight. Wait a minute. I haven't even started a game yet. How do you know so much about me? Oh, my deeper pinball knows everything. Uh, Omnichannel. Omnichannel allows you, I'm assuming that's trademark, allows you to access your scores on DeepRoot machines and log into any DeepRoot machine anywhere in the world, even if it is not connected to the internet. There you go, Ron. That's what it means. Mm. Pin access, which I assume is also trademarked. Well, no, it doesn't have it as TM'd. Oh, no. Our mobile iOS application, Pin Access, adds a mobile and easy way to take the DeepRoot experience with you Everywhere in the world. Not only can you log into Deep Root Games, but you can edit and view community profiles and view leaderboards, scores, achievements, and ratings. Pin Access is also a handy way to review frequently asked questions and support materials and help videos. And to order up Deep Root Game 2. Hey, I'll say one thing, man. They are, th they are shooting for the moon here. Oh, my fucking they, they, God. They went they all out. the most out. important part. part. The most important part, what? Well, the most important part is... The game. Yes! Okay, the three-model system that they weren't going to use, that Stern uses. So this is basically the three-model system. Yep, The same that, same that Stern uses, but they call them different things. So Deep Root is announcing the three editions that will continue for all Deep Root games over the next few years. Here we go. 
So they'll have the Arcade Edition is the budget version, i.e. the Pro. The X Edition, which has the floating back bar aesthetic and the upgrades over the A, so that's the Premium. Yep. And then the Extra Edition, which is the LE. I don't know how you're going to trademark Extra. It's a limited <laughs> run, numerically sequenced. Offer, X Edition offering with all the extra luxury items, items for a flat fee. You could say a limited edition, even. We are focused on making, customizing your pinball machine unlike any other pinball buying experience. So like I said earlier, looks like you can almost build your, like, I want this with this, with this, with this, that kind of thing. So customization customization is easy and allows you to power over your purchasing cost. So they are doing. Games may have one version, two versions, or all three versions available. Oh, so not every game will have every version. Interesting. Because I'm thinking something like Magic Girl, whenever that comes out, would probably only be the upper models, I would assume. Now, are you ready? This is how we're going to end with this. The future titles. This is why we brought on Zach. Just oh, for this God. Well, <laughs> I don't <laughs> believe the first one here. Fire and Brimstone. They're going to do this game. Robert Mueller designed him himself. The first uh, multi-denominational religious pinball game. Oh. Relive the Old Testament fires, death, everything in the Bible. He'll come alive. Floods. Do Is not floods do a religious pinball theme. It'll just, no. No, it's multi-denominational religious, Ron. No. Is it going to be like that floods? That way it'll no one. The plague. Locusts! We're going to have locusts coming out of the machine. <laughs> oh, God. Literally, God. Oh. Like, 15! No! 10! 10 commandments for all to obey! <laughs> this is such a bad idea. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this that is this gonna... one is designed by Mueller. Like, yes, exactly. Like, you know what? I've got you for a pinball machine, and I'm going to make a company to make this machine. Hold on. And then all the guys are going, it's the boss. Just let him fucking do it. Come on. Don't you know, no one was raising her hand on that one. Like, ah, uh, no, you know what? We'll let you take that one, boss. You got it. <laughs> and they made it. It's like the first one. Like, oh, and that's not all. We have oh, no. food truck, which will be Barry Ausler. Get your orders filled quickly and accurately to keep your social media reviews up for maximum scores. This it is sounds Yelp- like a freaking iPhone game. I mean, this sounds like a P3 game. The Roach Couch? Coach. Coach. Roach coach. Roach coach. We'll try to steal your customers and look for any opportunity to post bad reviews on Yelp, probably, and sabotage your business. Wow. Okay. Merlin's Arcade. That's going to be my man, John Norris. Medieval Arcade Olympics sent in the 80s. Train with Merlin and the Knights of the Round Table. No, it's, it's like it's it's a, I guess it's like All Star Laugh Olympics, but with with medieval people, based off of Eight Ball Deluxe. Wow! So we actually had the play. He probably not using Eight Ball Deluxe. He's probably going to be using Bad, Bad Girls, Girl. based on Eight Ball Deluxe with flow and precision around New Mex. How long do we have more Eight Ball Deluxes than uh, Eldorados? Yes, and and guess what? We're gonna just put a spinner on it, like the guys from Slam Tilt said, and we're good to go. This is all the new Mac we need. Then we got Barry Ausler. He well, he made Queen for 
highway, which didn't happen, but nope. he gets to make the who. Forget. You just picture like Cricket. using the new always on functionality before you even step up to the game. It'll just like see you in the distance and start playing pinball wizard for no, you. And no. that's going to suck because every pinball player, pinball person who likes pinball hates. Yeah, no. What will happen is when you walk up to the game, the first prompt after you hit the start button, the pinball will say pinball wizard song. Yes or no. Yeah, it's not just no, bans it no. completely. When you hit the start button, it's going to go, yeah! Yeah! Well, that better be like the jackpot sound. Yeah, oh, yeah. Be. Unique mechs and special effects round out this musical spectacle. That I'm interested in. Interested in. The next one I could have swore would have been John Norris. Gladiator. Gladiator. Like a re- sequel to Gladiators. Play as Septimus. That's the, uh, when you have Septus. Oh, God. A captured <laughs> slave who must rise in the ranks of gladiators of Rome. Hone your skills, kill the senators, and overthrow the emperor who killed your family and enslaved you. So it literally they, they is gladiator. They based this off the movie. They based this off the movie. It, it is off the movie, but it's not the movie. Based on 3D space cadet layout. Why? Well, first virtual <laughs> table converted to a physical layout. Subways galore. Does it say, um, are you entertained? Are you not entertained? Are you, are you not, not entertained? entertained by me? This one's interesting. Yukon Yeti designers, uh, Robert Mueller and this Dennis Nordman. I wonder Norman if quit. halfway through Norman said, fuck you, I quit, and, and Robert took <laughs> over, and that's why they're both on there. Wants to do, do, like, evil, evil, what do they look like, Care Bearers? A goofy and lighthearted <laughs> game, the mischievous and lovable teenage Yukon Yeti feuds with gold miners against the backdrop of the late 1890s Yukon Gold Rush. Who doesn't want a sequel to Whitewater? So they're billing this as like a sequel to Whitewater because it has the Yeti. It actually reminds me more of that, oh, what was it? The Abominable Snowman movie? The one with Meatloaf in it. It's a terrible movie. And it has like a little little Bigfoot thing that looks like New Mex, a new great multi-flow to expect from the original. So they're basing this as like truly Whitewater 2, which is, boy, I, I think somebody might have a problem with that with... uh. No, why would he have a problem? He was doing it. I think Williams would have a problem with it. Uh, why? Because they're stating it's, it's a sequel to Whitewater, which is one if of their If it doesn't call it their Yetis. The, the Yeti from Whitewater went and, and formed a new world. They can't do anything about that. Yeah, okay. When you actually state that it's a sequel to something, and what you expect from the original, which is going back to then Whitewater, that's a trademark infringement. Okay, okay, okay. It's 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 okay, Williams lawyer, dude. Um, Get him! <laughs> okay. So, um, Machine Age by Dennis Nordman. You are dropped into a battle spanning ages, beings, and time itself. Help two diesel punk heroes take on the world's greatest threat in this dystopian thriller with the help of a mystery ally. They're really going for the whole I know other... This is, this, other... No, 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 no. This is when they couldn't get the license for... Uh, uh, what's, a, what's a new movie just came out uh, with Keanu Reeves? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> this is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. How? You're dropped in a battle, spanning ages, beings, and time itself. Help two diesel punk heroes, Bill and Ted, and the mystery ally is, what's his name? Whoa. Yeah, I got it. This is not machine age. This is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Like, Bruce, if you're us, what number are we thinking of right now? <laughs> 
69, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, am I right or am I wrong? Oh, uh, that does. When you say it that way, yeah, that kind of is what it is. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're diesel punk. No, they're not diesel punk. I'm just. No. But I'm just saying everything else. But we don't. We never. Nobody the thing seen is, the movie yet. a lot of this fits into when they did their presentations. They said a lot of the stuff is going to be all cinematic and story driven and all that. So they are going all out. Open layout with three first ever mechs. Stunning video game quality animation. So the all other all of the games that they're selling suck animations. We have the next one is for is for Zach. Title to be determined. It's going to be by Barry Ausler. Man, they got Ausler busy. He's busier here than he ever was at Williams, and he was busy at Williams. I got COVID. No, you're staying on these games. Work on them now. Space pirates. <laughs> Space pirates. We got pirates. They keep order in the cosmos by causing nightmares for the villainous trade syndicates. Progress from grunt to captain in this cosmic keep-what-you-steal epic. This is a revisioning of the classic black hole with a groundbreaking mech that redefines multi-level playfields. It's a multi-level black hole about pirates. This is Zach's game right here. Only if they're from the Space Caribbean with Space Orlando Bloom. I mean, that, that's Zach, you're buying that game. Now, I have a question. We're at the last game, which is Magic Girl. Oh, no, we're at priorities. the second last game. Magic Girl by Papa Duke. In this game, the shit will actually work finally. The mechs will exist. The mechs will exist. We'll use the right size playfield glass. And there you go. Five heroes will embark on a quest to search out the ultimate secret, the elixir of immortality. So now, Papa Duke has only designed really one game, and the new games are coming out. Well, Raza and Magic Girl. Which have been designed for how many years? Oh, that's right. They didn't work. <laughs> okay. Then they have Hey You Guys 2021, which is Goonies. So they're doing Goonies. Other titles in development. Alice. I assume that's Alice in Wonderland. Which is probably Papa Duke. Yep. Uh, combative racing license. Racing license. I don't Definitely. know what that means. Kart racing. No, no, it's going to be, uh, what's the one from the first game from... Uh... Carmageddon? No, no, no. <laughs> they flatten people. <laughs> the drop targets are people and you hit them. Splat. The motorcycle racing game from... Mad uh... Max? Road Kings! No. Road oh. Kings. There you yes! What? <laughs> multiplex. Road Kings 2, Thunderdome. That's like, is that like uh, the Matrix multiplex? Uh, I don't know. Popular board game license. Wow. Uh, Monopoly 2, Electric Boogaloo. Stratego. Stratego. <laughs> Chess. Trivial Pursuit, the game. You get to answer the questions on the touchscreen while yeah. flipping. An 80s movie license. I assume, I assume the that's the Goonies, probably. but yes. Wow. I mean, there was one thing reading all the other stuff, but the game list was just like, Wow. Uh, but now we know why Norman left, because he had to get stuck working with uh, the boss. Well, and also Norman leaves everywhere, so... Second thing, you know what's the worst thing about this whole thing? The worst thing about this whole thing is what? It's not seeing a fucking game. Um, well, you saw some of... No, no, no. But, oh. Playability and oh. a new system all working together in a year and a half later. I think Mueller needs to do two things. Stop being the voice of Deep Root. He needs to stop being Hulk Hogan is what you're saying. He needs to stop being Hulk Hogan because guess what? He made his whole company look like a bunch of fucking idiots. And I feel bad for these people who are working there right now because guess what? Because they were working their ass off, obviously, looking at some of this stuff. There's a lot of new innovations, but guess what? If you can't get number one 
and have all these people come in and on a date time that you set, that's really piss poor. And it all goes back to the top. Let me let me just do another an alternate reality here. Imagine a reality where Robert Mueller doesn't run his mouth. Yes. He starts his company, hires all these people, yes. and they just kind of disappear for a while. Yep. Like for three years. Even for yeah, you don't hear about them. You just kind of in the background. And then when the stuff is actually completely ready, they release it. They do a release, and, and you're like, holy fucking shit. Where did these guys come from? Holy crap. Holy shit. And you have more than one game. You have multiple games. If you say you have three different games, but like, you know, we have these different games, and we have these in the pipeline, and we have all this all this trademark stuff. We have, you know, our, our pin armor, and, and our play fields are indestructible, and look at our cabinet. And Some of these innovations are like things that people have wanted forever, like the online stuff. Yes, like- and, and, and you give people innovation, and the first thing they say is like, oh, it's, it looks too different. Well, what do you think it's going to look like? Now, the problem I also have is, besides not having a game is, is there a freaking factory line? Is there a production facility? Supposedly they didn't see any. No, of course not. So you still, guess what? You have this one game release, this five days of Deep Room are going to f- wow everybody, which is now the one day of disappointment, which was not, now it's going to be the one day of disappointment, which is nine twenty one twenty, And we still haven't gotten even close to a production game. What do we think... So we knew they had some technical glitches with Raza, but it sounded like there was more involved in, in something else, some other feedback. What kind of feedback could you have that they wouldn't have noticed? Like the people were, because it's not like, let's, let's be real here. They have industry veterans up the ass for that company. Yeah. Their people have built Barry Ausler, John Norris, he's got John Norris, like, Built and program games. He was, actually, mean, he was actually working on production lines I mean, sometimes. I mean, holy said. crap. I mean, they have experience up the ass. How could – I'm just trying to think how this wouldn't have come up, whatever this was, this issue. Even like the technical difficulties, like – Unless – Magically that day, they crop un- up like – Unless the problem either. is this, and this is the only thing I thought of. If the designer, Papa Duke, is the only one that's allowing anything to happen to his game. And like with typical Papa Duke problems, they've just festered and continued to grow and get worse and worse. Every game you've ever heard about him being on, it was always a nightmare. So what you're saying is like, this is my game. No one screws with it but me. And yeah, and then really, that yeah, seems and, kind and, of well. If he keeps on telling him, hey, it's still we're going right along, we're going right along, we're going right along. And don't forget, Robert's now working on other stuff, and he's depending on. Maybe Papa Duke saying, "Hey, this is all in the bag. Don't worry, worry about the other stuff." Like the, the thing I, I, I the thing hey. I have a problem with. There's no selling. They have no infrastructure for how to sell these games. That's true. There's They've no announced nothing. nothing distribute distributors. Are they selling direct? Nothing. Foreign countries where are they selling? What are they doing? The, the first time we saw that something was going to be brought up saying, "If you want to be a distributor, contact us," was a week and a half ago. A week and a half ago, you thought about this. That's true. I mean, like There's that's no... that's got to go beyond like a designer either. Like it almost like seems like there must be some management thing of just like. And the problem you know, is maybe Mueller, maybe not, but like you know, he goes like, "Okay, we're going nine twenty-one," and all the workers are like, "What?" You know, and then like they get some outside people in the and they're like, "You're crazy. We're not ready yet." And then like finally he listens or something. You know, who's like head of manufacturing there? 
I know, I don't think they hired the only person I think that actually has manufacturing ability there is Norris because he said in past things he was actually on the line at Godleaf sometimes. But I'm thinking more like going. like who's their George Gomez? Who who there is, is who is not yeah, even yeah, George yeah. Gomez? Think about it. They have nobody there who's really worked. Like I know Papa Duke. I've heard this from people in Williams when he was there. Didn't really go down the line except for walking through and watching him build it. Norris, yes, he got on hands and you know because it was a well small even company. even that. Who is like from the administrative standpoint? You have designers who design, programmers who program. Who? Where's the administration? None. I don't think Balzer has helped set up Jersey Jack, and then he helped eventually with uh, what's it called uh, with Hot Wheels. With Hot Wheels, American Pinball, they're called. American yes. Pinball. Yeah, yes. He helped them with that. You know their company. They don't have that person, I think, down there. And if they can't even show like a partial production line after three years or anything, why? If we were actually before Jersey Jack made pinball machines or just started making pinball machines. Me and Ron were at the tour, and we actually got to see the line. Remember that? Yep. There's nothing in three years. Of bragging and talking and all this other stuff, you. F- I feel like this is more like, uh, just. I feel like this is alien and some English twit that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing when he's trying to sell games. Oh, why do I have to be English? Yeah, well, oh, full screw you. Screw you, Bruce. Doesn't it sound like full throttle? Doesn't it sound like you know all these promises that were made? I know he hasn't taken any money, and that's the saving grace. And honestly, it hurts more seeing a lot of these things are trying. It's like, wow, these are some interesting ideas. There's a lot. It, of it would ideas. really suck if they couldn't bring this to market. Yeah, I, I want to play these damn things. Yeah, I want to see the pin. Awesome. I want to see the the pin bar, pin bar in action. I think the pin bar is, looks like the most incredible thing. But the thing is, three years, not one. Again, again, three years, but with all of the talk. BS, the talk. Yeah, if the, you didn't take I'm anyone's gonna... money and just kind of stay in the background. And didn't say one and, word. And, yeah, and, and didn't do this to you were ready, ready. None of this would, you'd be like gods. They'd be like, holy shit. Oh, my God, I don't believe this. Look look the at all these games. This is thing, insane. As you said, would have, would have been like, oh, hey, on 921, turn on to this channel, our Facebook page. You'll see a big, humongous thing started. Think about it. His Facebook page didn't start till a month and a half ago. Yeah, it didn't even start. They had no, like no social. Or maybe it presence. was on, and it wasn't no, on. No, I, I think it did. They didn't really have any presence from what from what I heard. Even like their website. Oh, the website's not, terrible. Like, it, it's not responsive. Yeah, to they're, anything. They're, like, I mean, their their social presence is whatever show Robert Mueller gets interviewed on. Exactly, and Twip. No offense, I'm not blaming Jeff on this, but. You can't, you're then limiting yourself to maybe 5,000 people where a website, guess what? Somebody's looking for pinball. That would, I just, his marketing and his management, he should not be the face of this company. Because right didn't now. they talk about originally how they were going to use all these new production methods, like yes, quad assembly octo, and all octo, this octo, stuff? Octo. Octo assembly octo. or, yes. yeah. It's just, yeah. There's nothing impressive with, with the glass. The glass is from 1969. The lift bar assembly is from Bally. The pin bar is definitely incre- incredible. The back box, 
take it or leave it, it's still a back box. Yeah, there's no real like functional difference. Yeah, there. it's, it's cool. really, it look it looks like after. Honestly, it's actually worse because you have a smaller display area. You have the smallest display area out of all the games. Well, it's wider. Yeah, it's wider, but it really I think is going to be smaller because you, look at the scoreboard on that one. When you go up top and look at the scoreboard. Well, what they on did, the yeah, player, they made on a it four-player game. They made it you wide. Can't see shit. Yeah, they made it wide, and then they made like the border of it is like a static graphic, and then yeah. the pictures within it. They got the Jersey Jack problem with readability. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The thing is, yeah, it's going to be great with some things, but the only thing that wows me is the pin bar, and maybe the games will. Hopefully, the games will. And the whole self-leveling thing and all that. Well, we'll see. We don't know that, though. That's an innovation coming soon. That's not even... Oh, yeah, that's, that's only being true. Touted. I'm pretty sure some other manufacturer, like, had that or, like, prototyped it. And I can't remember who it was. Probably P3. They do everything. It was either Stern or P3. Had it. And this is from a guy who's commented saying P3 is not innovative. He's quoted that. Or, well, he probably didn't. He probably said we will be more innovative or something like that. He said, I think P3 was not innovative. I don't know how they could not be innovative. <laughs> I know. But uh, I just... It's frustrating, isn't it? It's very disappointing because I know all the people who work there who probably have busted their asses and kicked some, you know, and tried to get this far. Why did he have to go with a static date? That's what I like to know. Why did you have to go with 921? And why did he have to be like this, brother? And the yeah. thing is, if this is the new date, if this is all they had working, what would they have had in March yeah, when they were was... supposed to do this? What what would they have shown? Was the pin bar ready then? Were they sleeping? Were they home doing nothing? I'm just trying to think. And the fact that you're bringing people in to show this stuff and filming everything, but you still like, oh, well, that's not the final version. Yeah, if COVID did not happen... What would his excuse been on March 21st? What would they have shown at TPF? I don't know. And we haven't even talked about actual Raza, like if the game is any good. We don't know. We don't know. We only know from a year ago. And we know the ramp wasn't makeable for the most part. Yeah. And he said in an interview after that that they made modifications and now it is makeable. So yeah. that's we all we know. We don't know because what made them to stop and say – Whoa, you're still in beta. Yeah, it's just – and we didn't even get to see – like for me, I'd love to see underneath the play field. And I don't mean the shot they have of the bottom of the play field that's all marked up, you know, with the components. I mean, what does it look like in the back box? Is it, you know, is, is it just a screen? Does it open? Access- is it just a screen? Yeah, I don't think I don't think the back box is accessible. I think the, all the CPU stuff is on the bottom. On like the they- bottom. Well, yeah, we didn't see any of it. What does it I all look like? I bet you it is because – You know. That's I'd love to see that stuff. I bet you it's all on the bottom. So and and pricing, nothing, nothing with the pricing, other than rumors. The only rumors were like the the arcade model, the lower model, would be less than a pro, a Stern yep. Pro, but the the LE with the extra more. XTRA yeah. would be more than a Stern LE. But the problem I have is originally we were told it's gonna be one level. I'm not going multiple levels. I want to get games to the Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yeah, the original conversation was, you know, we're gonna have the kick ass game and it's gonna cost less than a stern and then that kinda changed over time as the interviews went on and yeah. 
Yeah, it's just I am so I think they need to do three things. Mr. Mueller, you need to be in the background. You you got to do what they did to the president almost like, you know. Uh you need to take away his Twitter account. <laughs> like they did to the president, as we know. Yeah, I know they have it, but well, they, they need have to do it. that also. You need to take away his. You need to Trump-proof him. Is that what you're saying? You need to no make him Trump anti-Trump. Don't say anything. That's why I said Trump-proof. Yeah, but you need to like get him off the internet and have a. Fa- you need a face to this company, and it can't be him now. It can't be him. He needs to be in the background. He needs you to supply the money, and he needs to get a guy. Running the manufacturing. And not like a Gomez, but something like a Gomez. Yeah, something like a Gomez. He needs somebody who's going to take hold. I mean, maybe they have somebody. I mean, I don't know. I've never heard anything about that level. I've heard you know, d- no. designers. I, I mean, we, we know Steve is there. We know uh, I've seen some of the, the story writers because they had story writers because everything's a story. They were at like one of the um, – Expos, but I've never heard anything about who is, you know, who's in charge of ordering parts and setting up the line and and the facility and all that. No offense. Here's the most arrogant thing I saw in this whole pinball machine. When it says on the bottom of the artwork for the front upper back glass, concept by J-Pop, designed by Deep Root, directed by Mueller, you know, it's all like, like big shout outs. Like, look, we did this and... They're just credits, why? Bruce. You're, you're, know, you're, it's part of the theme, and, and it's a movie. I think you're overthinking that But it's that not one. a really good movie if you can't see the movie. Oh. <laughs> I'm a fan of making the credits more visible. I thought it was a cool way to show the credits, to be honest, because it's got all the names on there. I didn't think at all. Compared to like a stern, like once every like 60 attract nodes, yeah. you get them shown once yeah, on the come screen. come on, like Bruce. They don't even put them on the damn play field on sterns, which I think is insulting. They always did that at Williams. They're right on the play field. At least I'd like the designer sign the play field in the ink or something, you know, like as part of the artwork like they did on the classic Stearns. Yeah. You got a bare minimum. Yeah, come on. Didn't Steve Kirk teach you anything? Your name on yeah. the damn game. Okay, but why does why does Robert Mule have to be on there? He didn't do much. Because it's his company. Why, why does Stern have to be on every Stern? But it's just, uh, I don't know. He hasn't put out anything, though. That's the problem I have. <laughs> uh, just, I am not, it, I just feel bad for all the workers. And are you, okay, now, here, okay, one through ten. Are you impressed with what you see so far? Oh, yeah. Yes, first, let's, let's go with, like, one through ten. Ten, like, wow, oh, my God, is the best thing I've ever seen sliced bread. What I've been seeing, what I've actually seen, or what I've been told. What you've been shown. I mean, as far as what they want to do, like 10. As far as what I've seen, I haven't seen enough. I've seen like one screen of the pin bar in a, like in a diagnostic screen. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I've seen, you know, the glass thing that, like you said, looks like a ballet game from the 60s. And it's not even the final model. So, and, and I hate that kind of glass anyway, to be honest. I was never a fan of that. What? You know, I don't like it either. I don't like it. Sorry. Sorry. Have you seen Highway? Highway did something similar. They had it all as one piece. Yep. Oh, yeah, I hated that. But they hated that you make it lift up. So why do you hate on the Bally's? I just I didn't like that. I, I maybe, maybe I was soiled by Highway, but. I want reasons. Reasons? I don't think it's that. I don't like it in one piece. Yeah, I don't like it in one piece I don't either. like it in one piece. When I, I take like the glass out, I can the game without having to like take the lockdown bar off and stuff. I still don't like it in one piece. 
Because if the glass breaks, then you just got a frame. Yeah, then yeah. you replace it. It takes comes apart. Yeah, they had trouble doing that at the one show where they had Alien because yeah. the thing busted and it Again, sat. It sat on highway messers up. Yeah, highway messers up. The valley one's pretty good. So, yeah, I got to see one diagnostic screen. If it does half the shit they say it's going to do, that's awesome. But I didn't see any of it. Yeah, I know. In action, uh, the play field. The play field. I mean, you see a couple shots of play fields. And then you see the the bottom. There's a hammer test, which we don't know. We never saw that. Nobody saw it. Well, no, they no, they saw it. The, the people there saw it. Yes, exactly. But and they said there were no, it. there was it. They did not dimple, but they also said it looked like it had orange peel and it wasn't smooth. And audio, obviously, I couldn't hear any of the games, so I can't tell you how that looks. And I there's not a single under the play field or in the cabinet shot to see what anything looks like. I do like the play field being tipped up all the way. Though. Did you see that? Where was that? If you look at the glass where it's in the upright position. Oh, yeah. The play field is almost vertical with it. So the play field comes oh, yeah. pretty far out. And you see a lot of stuff. And you can see wiring. Okay, you can see like a an inch of wiring. So Yeah. <laughs> that's but, I mean, about you see the wiring I approve now. But you see the, the play field is almost at the same angle as that glass. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty impressive for accessibility. I'm Unless assuming. someone just holding it there, like off camera. I don't know. Like on, on any EM, you could do that. Just... Yeah, true. Let's tie a ball on this. So I, I said what I think. What do you think, Zach, Zach? What do you think? Everything besides the actual game looks good, which is like hard to say of like pretty much anything, really. I'm sort of impressed of like none of the ideas seem like bad ideas to me. The actual like the layout of Raza doesn't look too good to me just as a game, and the theme doesn't look too good to me as a game. <laughs> What do you think of the themes, the upcoming games? Most of them look very generic, and I doubt half of them actually be made. Like, I can't actually picture them making Food Truck, the pinball machine. Like, <laughs> you know, so I, I got to feel like only a few of these are actually, like, these are all working titles. And, and they might be rethemed for something else. Or they'll be dropped, you know, like, or something. Because you figure they're going to at least try to make Magic Girl... Alice in Wonderland, well, the Who. There's one guarantee. Yeah, like, they're they're going to make the Who most likely. You know, like maybe one. And of I'm the other thinking ones. maybe Merlin's Arcade because with Merlin's at least you saw partially like a screenshot of what yeah. the display would like, look like. Or like even like the Whitewater one, like multi-level playfields. I like multi-level playfields. Or you know, or the the, the Space Pirates play. one with the groundbreaking multi-level playfield, like. I like groundbreaking multi-level play field, especially if it's literally groundbreaking, like it breaks up through the main play field or something. Yeah. You know, it's like the very vague features list that they've given sound cool, but like literally anyone can like say, yeah, we're going to have a cool multi-level play field. Just wait, you know, you got to see that. But everything now, they've you know, shown looks cool. Yeah. yeah. It looks lookable. You know they people say two steps. I I go two steps forward. I'll take two steps back. I think they went originally two steps forward, and they are now negative numbers. They are behind the eight. So ball. three steps back. Yeah, or four. I think even oh, four. Four. Oh my god, four. So they're going to have to take at least uh, how many six to get back in front or something or, or five. Uh, my they, math is they bad. Just, all their goodwill of not taking money. Just and the BS and the other stuff just does. Well, that's not what make... people will say. Like they've never taken money, so how could you be 
upset or anything. Like, they haven't taken your money. The amount of anger that all of the internet has, like, unleashed over them not releasing yeah. a video. It's, it's stupid. No, Holy it's not crap. stupid. It's just, it, it's, it's just like this. If you were waiting for a, a game or a, a car... And don't wait for the new edition of a car to come out. Like, well, sometimes they do. Like the Bronco. Did you see what they did with the Bronco? No, because I don't care. Uh, me, I'm a big car Bronco. nut. So when they put out the Bronco, they had a timestamp. But like, if like they delayed the reveal of the next Corvette for six months, you're not going to be like, ah, oh, my life is ruined. You know, like uh, I kind of would have been. I, I like cars, but I'm looking at it this way. I'm just saying it this way. It was just the arrogance of this guy. That is a lot of it. I mean, honestly, I don't understand the anger more. I would, I would understand more if it, it was comical. Like if people, for for example, a certain programmer of a certain uh, Jersey Jack company, a certain programmer that's known for very deep rule sets, may or may not have tweeted after the reveal didn't happen. This big tweet, that long tweet, that was just him saying ha 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 like the entire tweet. <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of like really. That's it's childish, but it's fun. that is kind of childish. I think the other manufacturers should kind of take the high road. Oh, I know. as opposed I think to so us. I, I mean, we're slam tilt. We we suck, but I mean, they really should be taking the high road there. The thing is, I think everything that they've shown for as the pin bar, the pin bar is incredible. I think the leveling system, if they can show us this, would be great. The speakers in the front of the cabinet, there's no need for that. My crotch does not need to be getting pounded. With oh, God. <laughs> I mean, all this stuff's going to be cool, but the other question is, even if they get through this and get some manufacturing going, are the games going to be any good? Exactly. And we don't know about the manufacturing part. Yeah, exactly. If you, did, wait a second, if you didn't have anything to show for the game, wouldn't you have said, hey, by the way, Let's show you some of the manufacturing. Let's show you this behind the scenes. So when the game is ready to show, we can have these games boxed and ready to go. No. I can't, I can't say anything. So even if the game was perfect showing, perfect, and he's always said, I'm going to have a game to release when I show it. Still, different rules. He doesn't follow his own rules. That's why I'm so There bad. are no rules, brother. You <laughs> yeah. just got to say your prayers. Take your vitamins, dude. He was making fun of other companies not releasing stuff or going very oh, slow. He was releasing making stuff. a lot of fun of a lot of companies. Yeah, that did not and work then out well. You just did the worst blunder of all out of every pinball company. Well, he said it's one of the ones that failed to take everyone's money. I know, but it's it's still worse, because guess what? How is it worse? It's not worse. I'd rather see something and say, maybe I'll buy it. I have nothing to buy. As a consumer, in a consumer market, when you're a, a manufacturer in a consumer market, and you put a date down, like Xbox. Or PlayStation 5. Exactly. You put this stuff out to hopefully pre-sell to make, eventually make the money to make the product. I don't have a product to see on the release date that you made. But it's not the release date. They push it back. <laughs> well, the originals push back their release dates before. Yeah, wait a like, they've made three release dates they've missed now. Yeah, wasn't the original supposed to be... 2019 TPF. 2020 TPF. Now, 92120. Three strikes, you're out. Well... 
trying to wrap this up in maybe a more positive note, I was thinking when I was looking at these games, I was thinking if you were going to design the worst game ever, what components would you use? I mean things like, I'm going to take the uh, body of a 6803 and then the back box (laughs) of a System 3 Gottlieb because I want one that's taller than normal so I can't fit it anywhere. And specifically, you've got to use the one for like Dungeon Dragons that like slanted. Yes, slanted, terrible, cap, very good. So we got, okay. With the body width of a Pokerino. Well, no. Well, let's have things that actually existed, though. So, no, Pokerino, that's the widest game. Yeah, but, okay. That's the widest uh, okay, so, ever. No, the, the Gottlieb did those. Yeah, they did those. I thought it was the Pokerino no, by half No, it inch. was the Circus and Star Race are the two widest. Okay, so widest. Circus. The width of the Circus with the lockdown bar of a Pokerino. Yes, so you, okay. With a cabinet um, design of a 6803 Dungeons and Dragons. With the play field of a Close Encounters of the Third Time with a System 1 soundboard. With a Roto Target and yes. a um, Very Target System 3 Gottlieb Flippers. Ooh, yes. What are the worst drop targets? We're going to make the playfield vitrographs so that it peels off over time. Yep. Yes. Yep. And what, what, kind, what are the worst drop targets? We will use um, Ghostbusters um, Scalari Brother targets. targets. All over the playfield. All guaranteed. over the playfield. Every shot is one of those in front of it. Yep. Yes. Every ramp, so you have to before, you have to hit that before you take make the ramp shot. All the ramps are like the the Williams, just black, plain black ramps that crack. Yep, with and no have, uh, flap on them. And you have three levels to choose from when you when you start your game: level one, level two, or level three. But the multiplayer is randomized. Motor, whatever. What was that name of that game? Motordrome. Motordrome. The Gottlieb flippers are offset like Totem, but there's two sets like Rocky. And oh. the score displays in the apron. Yes, we yes, like Atari score displays in the apron with a CRT monitor in the oh in god the, from uh, Caveman in the in, back in the playfield <laughs> from Caveman in the back, and we just use all Atari Max. Yes, we use all our all our boards are at the bottom of the cabinet with no shielding like Atari. Yep, and that would be the perfect game. We've just designed with, with JJP light boards with first JJP edition. first edition uh, light boards from Wizard of Oz. Yep. We've done it. We've created the, the worst constructed ever. game ever. I love that. I like that game. That was fun. I was thinking about that the other day. If you were trying to assemble the worst parts of every game, you know, physical construction. Oh, what, and what, the flipper uh, gap from Ghostbusters. Flipper gap. Oh, you, you forgot the, uh, the Iron Man slingshots. Oh, the, the, the weak Iron Man slingshots. God, I hate them. <laughs> <sighs> oh, and the uh, Gottlieb spinner. Oh, oh Gottlieb! Yes. All yes, got yes. Three of those. We have three like, of them. Um, yeah, we have four. three spinners. There's four spinners. We the first game of four spinners, four, and they're all and they're all Gottlieb plastic spinners. They <laughs> 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 spin like one time when you hit them. <laughs> the worst <sighs> game I'd ever. Be like, I'd be shooting somebody, be like, get the fire! <laughs> and last but not least, it's lit completely by Penn Stadium lighting. <laughs> but the no, it's lit by two primary colors. And all the flashers are done by, uh, <laughs> by uh, what's his name? Dwight uh, Sullivan. Dwight Sullivan. Dwight Sullivan light show, and and the translate is a photorealistic Gottlieb, like Hollywood heat. All, all the insert lights are ghosting from the factory. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, and we use the Stern clear coat so it craters as much as possible. Oh, uh, what a great game we've made! I we feel made I feel happy. Game. Yep. 
All right, I think we're I think we're done. I think we're done too. Boy. Uh, I can't wait till we see a new game. So yes, yeah, so Deep Root, keep trying, man. Keep trying. I'll be there at a show for you if you come up with with something. I, I, so I, I. I I want. Oh yeah, Bruce will now too. He doesn't have a we bar. We can't wait to see the thing. Bruce can't wait yeah. to see the pin bar. I actually want to see the pin bar, and I want to see this thing tilt like a PB tilter. Yeah. Oh yeah, we want the the new yeah, appliance an interactive exhibit. At they the show. bring the appliance out, and it's literally a copy of the PB tilter in every way. <laughs> be like, God damn it! Well, thanks everyone. This has been episode one fifty one. Three strikes are out. Three, three, <laughs> three. Thanks, Zach, for joining us. So we say hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. Zach's here. Catching up. Yes. Um, You're in a new leader. Extending my lead. Yes. And it sounds weird saying this, but hi, Steve. Fumble bonus. Hi, Steve. We still love Fumble bonus. I know. We still love it, even though now it's not every day. It's not every day. Oh. It is sad. And and everyone out there in podcast land, I'm sick of saying everyone's name. We are Slam Till Podcast. I'll remember to actually plug our stuff for once. Thanks, Jeff. Well, first, thank Jeff. Jeff did a great job down there and taking the pictures and everything like that. We cannot have done this episode without nope. Jeff from This Week in Pinball. Thank we you, cannot do we cannot do our episodes without stealing stuff from Jeff off the yep. internet. Uh, if you can plug us on uh, and write your comments on This Week in Pinball for the podcast database. Yeah, I hear we rock there. We're doing well, but we can always use more. We're in, we're in the top ten, and we're one of the, you know, so give us a positive feedback. An Apple can. podcast, give us any kind of feedback. Negative is good. Uh, any kind of, you know, we, we'll read you on the air if it's negative enough. We love reading those. Yes, we love negativity, but positive is always better because we always like to be negative, so we need some positivity in our lives. To counteract the neg. I get it. Okay. Uh, yes, we're on Facebook, just for Slam Tilt Podcast. Uh, still streaming regularly on Twitch. And, um, yes, yeah, Slam Tilt. Oh, yeah. But the cool thing about Slam Tilt Podcast, upper right-hand corner, all the links to the, all the shit I just mentioned is there, including our email address, which is slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Search by going by the search button and type in anything you like to see. and Just search for Zach, and you'll find all the good episodes. Yep. All 16 of them are 15 he's in, so that's good. And then uh, I get to go play some pinball this weekend. What? That's right. Zach's not, but I will. Where are you playing pinball? Pocketeer. There's a there's tournament. In Buffalo? Monthly tournament. Wait yep. a minute. A tournament? Yep. You should come out and st- do that instead. How are they doing that? Social distancing, man. How many people are they going to have there? They can fit up to 75. because they're. If, if what? That doesn't sound like a good idea. It's a great idea. Just wear your mask. You oh, wear your mask. Jesus. You got to wear your mask. Gotta, you can clean each machine after you're done. They have all the cleaners there. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. And they have plenty of hand sanitizer. Oh, you're going to need more than hand sanitizer for 70 people. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my but goodness. I don't see 70 people going there. I for hope not. Night, for the team league night, we had 18. Oh, league? You have leagues? Team league nights. What the hell? And Zach was offered to come out, but he he refused. And refused. He would be on the number one. He'd be on the number one team right now. We, Wait a minute. Are, so he uh, didn't decline. He literally refused. He, did you, Zach? I don't know the difference between those two things. Yeah. But it, refusing is just saying no. Declining is saying like a reason why he did not want to go there. I mean, he I always decline. give my reasons. You know that one. I know, and that would be a decline then. He respectfully like declined, or unrespectfully declined. Yeah, unrespectfully to some people, unrespectfully to other people. Yes, there you go. That's <laughs> See? And uh, before we go, uh, Bruce tells me we might have some very interesting guests coming up. 
yes, uh, we have a couple of people. We're going to wait until we actually play a game before we talk to the people about their game. Ooh. Unlike this episode. I wonder what that could be. Of course, I don't know when I'm going to get to play that game. And we also got to do a cluster. Yeah, you're still about the cluster. You still kept talking yep. about the cluster. I got people asking well, me when it's going to be. 152. Yeah, I think they're it's being down be my door, too. Oh, they are? Yeah. Yeah, see? All right. Thanks, everybody. Until next time, say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Andrew Doan. Oh my. Oh my.